Kevin, did you turn your lights down again? No, turn them up. Want me to turn them, crank it up some more? Uh, okay, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if we get any complaints from Lolo. We'll see what happens here. All right, I believe that we're live. We're feeding out to the folks out there. If you guys can hear us, audio and all that's good, let us know. If you need, if you need more light on uh, Diximus Maximus, I don't blame you. You know, sometimes you want to get a clear view of what you're about to get hit with. Um, <laughs> let us know. We'll we'll be we'll be uh yeah that looks like that looks good right there kd all right so listen all of that being said you guys know uh how the new format flows here so big shout out to everyone listening to us on audio and if you want to join us live you have to go to utreon utreon slashed wmmf podcast is the place to go who moved my freedom podcast we're broadcasting live from there for the folks who are getting the replay on youtube so we can handle guns or you know straps as kd says all right so that being said i am going to start this off here so just stand by welcome back to the hank strange situation lifestyles of the locked and loaded we wouldn't be able to keep the who move my freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like franklin armory franklin armory provides 100 percent u.s made firearms and awesome binary option triggers their focus and purpose is to provide freedom tools to all americans especially those in not so free states so when you're in the market please consider franklin armory all right, that's it. We are here. This is the Who Move My Freedom podcast, as you already know. This is episode 854 of said podcast. And my guest is Kevin Dixie of NOC, No Other Choice, Diximus Maximus, as he's referred. Oh, he's actually switching his hat around. Okay. Well, I saw it was kind of dark. I was like, people need to be able to see this wonderful, lovely face, man. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you, and we're not getting the garage. You're out of the garage, apparently. Yeah, see, <laughs> what's I going on? Actually, <laughs> at my desk where I, I pretend to do work. Why are you all official now? What the hell is what's happening? Hey, you, you know, I mean, you want to get into it now? You want you want to yeah, wait let's... a couple minutes? Uh, no, it's up to you. This this section here, we got 19 minutes to talk about whatever you want to since we're welcome. Right. What, actually, right. listen, first of all, Happy New Year. I don't know. Happy think, New Year, you too. Yeah, I don't think we've communicated this year. So this is the first time KD is here on the show this year. Won't be the last time. Um, okay. Happy New Year to everyone else out there. I haven't been with you guys in a while. So it's it's good to be uh, I, I'm, I'm live on the, the chat now so I can I can see it. So oh, you. Uh, oh, boy. That's there. trouble. That's trouble. If you yeah. can see I the try, chat, that's trouble. It and get too <laughs> be, some, be some action in the chat. <laughs> yes, exactly. People deliberately trying to get KD going or KD getting distracted by somebody in the chat <laughs> who probably said something that came out wrong or KD was read it wrong, whatever. <laughs> and that then everything everything goes crazy from there. Uh-huh. Hey, that's the beautiful thing about the Hang Strange show. We talk like family. You know, we just gonna mm. we just gonna talk. It ain't nothing yeah. personal. It's all love. Absolutely, a hundred percent. So what's up? What's up with you? What's the what's the haps, man? Let's start there. What's happening? Uh, you know what, man? I gotta be honest. You know, uh, I'm not a New Year's resolutionist in that way, but uh, I've been on this kick for like the last five months, and I've just been trying to position myself to do it. So uh, I am really entering or right at the genesis stage of um, a self improvement. For me, uh, I believe I've, and I'm not I'm not ashamed of anything. I don't take anything back. 
And I wish I would have done more in the, the, the phases that have already passed. But, you know, I, I think I've done decently at giving to other people, uh, being about the movements that I'm involved in, you know, gun rights, civil rights, uh, uh, self-improvement, um, you know, mentorship and all those things. Mm-hmm. And I've been giving, 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 giving so much that I forgot about me, you know, and then being okay. a dad, being a husband, obviously giving to my family as much as I possibly can. And there can be some improvement there as well. So now, man, to be honest with you, I'm just uh, this is the year about, you know, getting back to me. I want to read more books. I want to get my weight back under control. I've probably gained 45 pounds unnecessarily over the last year and a half. Um, I want to get my weight back under control um, and and start, you know, taking a, a step back and seeing how I can come back and be better for, you know, everyone, including myself. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at, man. A lot of self-reflection with that. Uh, getting rid of some of the people in my uh, my life or my circle that had too much access to me. Uh, you know, uh, I, I tell people all the time, like, be careful who's parasitic around you. And, you know, and it's not one of those, oh, I can just dismiss people. I'm not easy to dismiss people. But I want a certain kind of energy around me in this 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 chapter of life that's coming up for me. Um, and it's even it even comes down to small things like improving my uh, setup. So me, you, um, Jonathan, uh, Tactical Toolbox, Jared, mm-hmm. Guns and Gadgets, um, you guys are obviously uh, light years ahead of me when it comes to tech. Right. Like. And so you guys sat there and you you all coached. Me, right. Mm-hmm. You all. Hey, man, this is what you would need. This is what you would want to look at. And hey, you've been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to do this. And I actually forgot to tag you on my stories. I felt bad about it because I don't remember till the story expired. Oh, no, <laughs> but, that's cool, man. Uh, I mean, I'm not even up on social media like I used to be in the past. You know, I, I just hit and run over there. So but I mean, if, if I need to if I need to share something or whatever that you did on social media, please let me know so I can go up there on there and, and get it done for you. Okay, no, it wasn't a big deal. It was just mm-hmm. me kind of uh, showing a new setup. So even now, mm-hmm. um, and and while I'm bringing oh, let me this go, up, let me go look at that then while we're talking about it. You posted the new setup. The story's gone. It's gone. Oh. It was a story. It expired. Oh, oh damn. Um, okay. The the when you're talking about getting rid of or you know setting to the side parasitic people, you don't want to forget about the people uh, that actually do pour into you, right? That actually will give you their time, their advice their resources, you know, uh, so you want to be, you want to be, you know, thankful for that. So when I listen to people, I don't like wasting their time. If you're going to have a conversation with me and educate me on something that you have knowledge about that I don't, and I, and I'm the one that asked you, like, I want to make sure that my reward to you is showing you that I listen to you, which is Mm -hmm. what I hope people do when I give them information. Um, and I always have over the years. So even now, um, you know, I took that conversation. We all had up at Brown Nails, man, and I really took it to heart. So um, right now, what's recording me is a Sony uh, Alpha 6600 mm-hmm. uh, because I wanted the lives to look better. Um, it looks I, great. It looks awesome, by the way. Oh, well, thank Fantastic. you, Fantastic. Look you. at that. Trying, yeah, I'm man. I'm trying to figure out, like, where I should be sitting and what angle. No, you're good. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're I'll doing it. Your room is kind of actually this is you know what the problem is? I should set it up. This is the way I should actually set it up because of the way that you're facing. But I don't know if it makes any sense. Right. Like because you're 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 that way. But so if right. I do it, but if I do it like, you know what? It probably makes more sense like that. Well, no. So then I got to go that. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It looks yeah, you uh, you look great though. I'm glad. Is where'd you get this? Is this the camera that we were talking about? I know someone 
Yeah, so actually, um, one of the guys that uh, Roy, uh, not Roy, uh, um, Jesus, and I feel horrible. But one of the guys up around there was, uh, uh, Cody? Is it Cody? Or, no, I uh, went Cody. Um, God, man, now I feel horrible. <laughs> I really do. I is it one of Royce? Is it one of Royce crew? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, it's only it's either is it it's either Cody or no, it wasn't Cody. Uh, Randy. Oh, Randy, Randy. Okay. Yeah, Randy. Randy. Sorry, yeah. Randy. Uh, so yeah. Randy, uh, Randy at yeah, that, That's uh, actually Roy's boss right there. Right. <laughs> Jumped in the conversation. <laughs> get it right. He had a <laughs> Uh-huh. Gave some advice, and he's mm-hmm. like, "He cut me a great deal. I'm not going to put it out there, but he did me an awesome favor on the camera. Uh, mm-hmm. That camera has since, uh, because I got the 6600. That camera was kind of it's kind of redundant, mm-hmm. right? The 65 to the 66. Uh, what I wanted to use it for, but I got this one. Now I'm using it to actually do this podcast that you see on the background here on this mm-hmm. beautiful curved monitor. It's so that SS is the- for stogies and straps. Yep, that is the logo. Okay, cool. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, got the Lola says setup looks me. good, KD. That's from Lola. Just passing that off. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And then, um, you know, when it comes to doing content creation, I told everybody, like, look, I am going to start producing more gun content, more reviews, uh, things like that, especially toward the middle of the year. A lot of that stuff will be coming out. So I went out and got this doodad and doohickey. Oh, nice. Um, so this is the the Sony Alpha 7 IV. Okay. One, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. On the, the RS2. And I'll show when we get to gadgets and guns. I'll show you what this thing does. Uh, but that's I really, badass, man. I've seen a lot. That's pretty good from what I hear in low light and all that. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. um it it it's impressive to say the least. Um, mm-hmm. As I'm doing more education and learning more, like it's pretty uh it's pretty cool. So that now uh, between that the computer I'm even on now, uh, you know, uh, got the 3080 graphics card in a, in a PC. Is that one screen? Is that curving thing one screen? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Damn. that's one 49-inch curved mm-hmm. screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. But it's great. You know <laughs> no, what? I'm digging it. It. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it uh, receives up to 8K. So mm-hmm. as, as I grow with the editing software, right now I'm in 4, 5K, I think. So mm-hmm. as I grow with the editing software, capabilities can go all the way up to 8, which probably be there in another year. Everybody be using 8K for all I know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's great. But the cool thing about these screens, they're not... I mean, it, it hurt my, 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 my pocket a little bit to buy it, but I wanted it. But it actually, you know, it splits up. So I basically have between my, my standard PC and this thing, four to five monitors because it splits. You can you can have different things going mm-hmm. on at one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The technology out there is amazing, you know, and getting, getting better and better. I know I know people there's even you can get 8K cameras. Believe it or not, man, I'm still shooting. Uh, I'm still doing everything in HD. <laughs> Oh really? Well, but yeah, wrong with yeah, but there's a lot of people I know that say, well, at least shoot in 4K, and then you know, for for later on, you know, it's not going to look so bad when everyone bumps up and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it, it's just you know what? I need to upgrade my uh, computer, and that's the thing that's holding me back from really doing a lot of 4K stuff. So, um, which I am in the just like you're saying, I'm in the process. I actually bought my computer more than. Man, I bought my computer two months ago. Still haven't they? They haven't even told me if they're shipping it. So mm. that's my status right now. I bought the new Apple, um, and uh, the new Apple MacBook Pro, and uh, they're mm. not even shipping that thing yet. 
So well, you real, you ahead of the game there, honey. I, I'm sitting, I'm sitting, I'm sitting here waiting. I'm like, okay. So hopefully, you know, hopefully that will help me in terms of being of being of bumping up, right? Because that was the next thing I was gonna ask you. If you're doing if you're doing all that, you probably upgraded your computer too. What are you like, Mac or are you PC? For? Uh, I'm a I'm a PC guy, man. Okay. You know, I'm a PC and PlayStation dude. Like I don't like changing mm-hmm. up a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what I have, what I'm uh, using right now to even stream this is a, a main gear. Uh, it's the it's got the 3080 graphics card in it. You know, it's got a really fast processor. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, I caught it on sale right up right around. It wasn't Black Friday. When did I get this thing? I think it was New Year's sale. Might have been Christmas. I don't okay. know, but it wasn't Black Friday. But mm-hmm. um, I grabbed it from a uh, Micro Center. This thing is uh, it's really fast. It's super duper fast, actually. So it exceeds my capabilities. And a graphics card being a 3080 and having the right processor, and it allows me to do any kind of 4K editing or even mm-hmm. 1080p. Obviously, it'll be even easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it can also handle the the 5K, 6K, and 8K if I needed it to. So mm-hmm. I always try to buy stuff that grows with you. Uh, even though technology outdates itself really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I upgraded to it. Um, I would turn the camera to look at it, but I don't know if that'd be weird if I can. Yeah. You can actually, you could take a picture and text it to me and I'll throw it up for the people. Okay. Well, so what's your hard drive thing? Did you, did you upgrade hard drives too, or? Uh, it's it's got an internal. All of this, um, all of this is a chain reaction, man. When you. Yeah. Right <laughs> this now. This is a train a reaction. Um, Mm-hmm. Which hard drive is that in? It's that is in here. I By the way, Night Night Train said once you go with Apple, you never go back to Microsoft. I agree, and I don't yeah, even like Apple as a company. I do not like Apple. I don't like them. I hate the fact that that I'm supporting them. And I even okay. So this is like personal stuff or whatever. But to get that computer, I even went and got the Apple card, which I was like, I'm not getting that there. I'm not. I don't want to give them any more business. But to mm-hmm. get the new thing, I was like, oh, no, this, these things are expensive. They get more and more expensive every year. So I was like, all right, I guess I got to go get that Apple card, <laughs> you know, and get all up in the Apple ecosystem. They're not my favorite company at all. I don't like what they do. But once you use, you know, as a creative person, once you start using their stuff, you get, you know, because as this is my interpretation, you could tell me if I'm wrong or maybe if that's changing nowadays. But with PCs, there's so many things that are just you have to go more steps to get it set up versus like if you're doing stuff on a Mac, you know, it's more. Uh, what do you mean by like you're talking about like editing or, uh, you know, like if you your sound card, sometimes, you know, you have problems getting that, you know, the right drivers or for it to work properly or whatever with that with this sound card or this thing or that thing, you know, that's you know just what, been my, my thing. Mm hmm. To be honest with you, I haven't had that, those kind of problems. Now, mm-hmm. in fairness, um, I only do so much, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm not pushing the capacity to run into those type of issues, mm-hmm. uh, which is why for me, it's, it, it, you know, it's like, what's simple, what works, and what can I hit the ground rolling with? If I would have, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there are Apple products in my house. My, 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 my kids like Apple and my wife likes Apple. Uh, but every time they like give me their phone, I'm like, just go to Safari. I'm like, where is the, the I don't have <laughs> I don't have time to be trying to learn. I'm trying to get off, get running. Um, but and I'm just comfortable with it. it I, 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 the PC stuff, like even what I have now. This is what Katie said. You just said you just showed us the keyboard, Katie. Oh did, wait, is this a screen? Your your key your computer keyboard has like it's a, this is like a little graphic screen built into it. No, that is showing you some of the uh, some of the spec. Oh, some of the spec. Oh, that's oh. So you just closed up on the specs of the people who want the specs. So there you go. Yeah. All right, there you go. But we what? We don't get to see the whole setup. I did. I sent it to you. I sent you. Oh, hold on. Then I sent you like three of them. 
Uh oh wait okay maybe it just didn't come through maybe yet. I, maybe I tripped maybe I sent one and moved. no maybe oh, it didn't come it through those didn't go through okay it's coming now uh, yeah, you should have two more coming oh yeah I see another one so this is a this is a this is a laptop yeah so it's a laptop yeah I didn't I didn't build I have to be able to travel with it mm-hmm. I yeah. know you can get more if you build if you build a tower but I got to be able to move around no I agree with you I agree with you for me it has to be. Look, you know how long my how old my laptop I have right now, my MacBook Pro is from 2016. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll see your 2016 and raise <laughs> you um, 2011. What? Yeah, that should right, even be functional. Like when I finally put it down, I think it just kind of looked at me like, oh, oh. Now, now I'm not good enough for you anymore. Mm-hmm. A couple of updates here and there. Ram, it's a big. It's a. It's a. It's a yeah, it's just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing, and I'm not trying to sell anyone at Apple. I see LV Louis Cipher uh is complaining. What did he say? I've hated Apple products since the Apple uh since the Apple days. That's how long I've been dealing with computers. Yeah. Yeah, I've been, you know, I've been dealing with computers since the eighties, so you know, I'm talking early '80s. So, but Apple, Apple feels like That's a damn coat, man. I was just in the, I was in the mall the other day, and I wasn't going there for Apple, but Apple's got like this two. It's literally a two-story store inside of the mall. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's a 17.3 inch screen. Okay. Nice, um, and I nice. like the little keyboard. You can program it to do different stuff. It lights mm-hmm. up differently and all that jazz. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and it it, it was a waiting line to go in there. I'm like, I'm not taking a number. Oh. No, I'm gonna. I want to be. Able, I'm just gonna go somewhere and buy my damn thing. There's no Apple stores near me. There's no Apple store. Well, actually, oh. I I might be wrong. I think Lola <laughs> says there's an Apple store in the University of Florida. I've never seen it. I guess there's a little like little kiosk or something up in there. But th- for me to go to an Apple store, we have to go to um, Orlando or something like that. I don't know. They, I don't know if there's a, there's probably one in Jacksonville. Or something, but I think Apple's actually retained their value. So I bet you, if I wanted to sell my MacBook from 2016, I could k- still get money. Oh yeah, I, I would not. I will not argue with you on that. I think they definitely retain their value back. Yeah. So yeah. very nice, man. Uh, congratulations on this setup. Did the first uh, with the time we have left here in this segment? Did the first episodes of Stogies and Strap start airing yet? What's the deal with that? No, the clips are there. So look, people. Go over stogies and straps on YouTube, okay? Mm-hmm. Here, if we got a minute, I'll even show a little. Uh, send me, clip. send me the. Is there a link to it? Because wait, we got. You just want me to send it to you? Send me a link, and I'll throw it up here from my phone so people can okay, see. Cool. I'll do that. Right so it, now. It, this is going to be airing on YouTube, right? That's what you're saying, or where? Correct. No, it's going to be YouTube. Is going to be it's going to be on all streaming services. Uh, one other thing that you hooked me to was the Podbean thing, so we'll get that mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to um, have it on all the um, all the, the the servers services eventually. But right now, it's going to be on YouTube. And when I say eventually, I'm talking about maybe sixty days. But um, okay, it'll be up immediately. Still using straps. Let me go get this for you. And and so people, so your guests have to actually be there in in Georgia, right, in order to be on the Correct. show. Okay. Yeah, right now we are doing all in studio. Um, mm-hmm. It's not the easiest thing, obviously, but you know what? Um, mm-hmm. I'm still, I mean, man, we knocked out, I've got, what, five recorded, another six lined up. Okay. So yeah. we're, 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 we're getting them going. Um, I think it'll be, here's the link coming over to you right now. Okay. I think we'll be fine. Uh, I'm actually going to Miami uh, in March, and we're going to do four or five episodes down there. 
in Miami. Um, so, you know, is that I know is, Miami's is March? Um, is March when uh, Maj is having his thing? No, nah, that's in September. September. Okay. Okay. So you just be in Miami. So here's a, let, let's see, I can actually, you know what, actually. Let so me when, when people watch it, what I want them to pay attention to is like the overall tone and feel. It's nice right? filmmaking. I like, uh, yeah, it, it feels the, you know, the color and everything feels like it's in a cigar bar, mm-hmm. you know? So that's cool. And so this is me actually having a discussion about men's, a lot of men's thought about abortion. So mm-hmm. when I told people like at Stogies and Straps is where you're going to hear me really get into the conversation. Mm-hmm. The young lady I'm talking to is a clinical therapist from New York. So she okay. actually came down, uh, shared her thoughts about, you know, culture, society from a, a, a professional standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since she's in New York, we also took her out to the gun range, let her shoot a gun for the first time, exposed her to gun culture, where she can take that back and have a conversation with a bunch of New York professionals about um about firearms too, and maybe some of the myths that can break about them. Oh, cool, uh, cool. Okay. But yeah, that's that's the tone. So I wanted people to understand, like Stogies and Straps, man, is it's grown, it's matured. We're not going to be yelling and over talking each other. We're going to have very tough conversations. This is what the YouTube channel people. looks like, people. So you need to go there. Yep. It's on. Yeah, go to YouTube, see, subs- and then hit that subscribe. Also, <laughs> uh, there you go. It's also on Instagram too. So get Stogies and Straps. Mm-hmm. Um, on Instagram, you just have to put the word and instead of the symbol. But yeah, I see I mean, you got so this thing. Know. What is a girl gun? Yeah, so this is me. So I, I play with the color on this one. Walther Arms has been making concealed carry handguns for over 90 years, starting with the PPK. Today, Walther is based in the good old US of A and still builds quality firearms like the PPQ and PDP for personal defense and competition. So when you're in the market, please consider Walther Arms. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Walther Arms. All right, my bad, my bad. There, I didn't, I didn't do the one, I didn't do the one minute warning. I'm supposed to. So, if you hear this, we got a minute left. <laughs> but you can see the time. If you look down there, you can see the countdown going. So, um, but yeah, that was my bad. So, yeah, let's uh, let me see if I could throw this back up here for people to uh, to look at you. So what were you saying one, with us? So this one is me having. So I tell we're going to have diverse conversations. So mm-hmm. Kayla is uh, she just left law enforcement. Uh, Mm -hmm. So she's um, a former law enforcement officer. She's also a firearms trainer. And so this is me asking her and us having a conversation of what's a girl gun. So we're going to be talking about guns. And that was just one. We talked about dating. We talked about a lot in that segment. But that was her giving her response to what a girl gun is. So Mm -hmm. we are, you know, we're opening up the dialogue, opening up the conversation, still keeping it freedom based. But Mm -hmm. one thing that I felt like and then I'll shut up after this one thing I felt like we've we've done kind of a poor job as a collective uh, really in the gun community is making sure that other parts of culture know that we are just like them. We mm-hmm. still want to have the same conversations, right? Matter mm-hmm. of fact, we're just trying to defend the freedom to have those conversations. Right. So I, I wanted to bring a new mature, but fun and vibrant uh, flow to it, man, and do something different and, 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 you know, infuse the love of cigars and mature adult conversation and have a good time. Absolutely, man. And I'm looking forward to actually being on this sometime. So I need to make plans to come mm-hmm. down there. The good thing is I could yep. probably make plans, you know, show up on your podcast. Maybe I'll finagle my way into like the IV88, you know, podcast. <laughs> we right. multiple, Do them all at one time. Record multiple things. I don't know who else is uh, doing stuff in Atlanta, but whatever. <laughs> well, you know, 
We'll make it happen. Devin's when got we're a podcast there. he's starting to do live now, so you can hop on here. So that'll be three of them. Devin has one. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, what? we helped get him set up uh, to change over his stuff, and um, I've been. I took okay. the advice I was given, and I started advising him on the back end. So, so d- this Devin's thing is different from Trenchwork Chronicles, or this is Trenchwork? No, it's Chronicles? still Trenchwork Chronicles, okay. but he's going to. Um, he's going. He's adding a live edition to his now, okay. so he'll be doing YouTube live, mm-hmm. and he's also uh, doing some of his special guests uh, pre-filmed. Um, okay. You know to kind of you know bring a different flair to the conversation. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean you'll be able yeah. to knock at least those three out while you're up here. Yeah. By the way, shout out to Boss Hog. He says. Uh, Come on, Hank. No one minute warning. <laughs> okay, that one minute warning thing is not automated. I don't even know how to do that in here. I've got to figure out how to, because everything else is automated. So this stuff is like once I press play, it's going. So we just need to look at it. There's certain parts I haven't fully programmed yet. So listen, we're in the news section, Katie. We can honestly okay. talk about whatever you want to, man. You know, I enjoy our conversations. We don't have a you know, typically here we don't have any kind of plan, but any new stuff going on, like something in the news that's uh, got your ire up or that you're paying attention to or? Yeah, uh, um, a couple of things. Um, okay. I'll start off with the one that's more of a fireball. So um, I think when we see the, I put up on Instagram the other day, a C, the CEO of Pfizer um, is basically, well, not basically, he's saying that the shots are ineffective or mm-hmm. not as effective as they should be, mm-hmm. um, including the boosters. Mm-hmm. And they are in the works to release another uh, vaccine that will also kill the uh, Amari crime variant. Although there was a new variant and other variants, I think two, that they said are now emerging in Europe and um, other parts of the world that eventually will get here too. And Mm -hmm. I think now, even when that came out, I think now Americans are starting to realize Mm -hmm. that, you know, they didn't lie to you, man. Mm -hmm. Like, they're playing games with you. And the the way that I wanted to kind of tell everybody and make them understand, all this back and forth they're doing right now with what we should be doing with our health and what we should not be doing, this is Mm -hmm. what normally happens during the trial period when they're actually trying to get approval to release the stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. They're playing with us live, and so now we're having to go through all the frustrations. We're the experiment. Yeah. 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 It's horrible. Yeah. So, man, I it's kind of obvious, right? This is the funny thing about that. A lot of people realize that I've always told people if you, you know, everyone's in a different situation. So I'm not trying to talk anyone down from getting um, the vaccine or not getting it. That doesn't really matter to me. Um, I didn't do it for a long time, actually. And the reason why I didn't do that, because from the start, I'm pretty sure that I, that I had, um, I, I had Corona, you know, before it was even a big thing here. Right. But none of that, that doesn't last forever. So at some point I got that. I think it's a, it's a thing that everyone needs to think to themselves, like, Hey, what do I want to do here? You know, how, how does this, do I want to take this chance and do this? But the idea that we're forcing everyone You've got no choice. You have to do this. The funny thing is, KD, I think the Supreme Court ruled on this today. Did they actually right? rule today? I knew they were, it yeah. was coming down. I didn't... Yeah. So hold on. Uh, let me see if I could pull this up. Um, let me see if I could pull it up here on my phone and then uh, and then share it with you guys. So I'll throw it up here between KD and myself. Actually, you know what? Let's just put it up. What the hell just happened? Why did it go? Oh, here we go. Okay, so breaking. Supreme Court blocks Biden's OSHA vax mandate for private business in a 6-3 vote. 
And it says uh, the Supreme Court on Thursday blocked Joe Biden's OSHA vaccine mandate for business with 100 plus employees. However, the conservative majority allowed the healthcare worker rule to remain. Justices Robert and Kavanaugh sided with the lefties. Um, although Congress has indisputably given OSHA the power to regulate occupational dangers, it has not given that agency the power to regulate public health more broadly, the court wrote in an unsigned opinion. Uh, requiring the vaccination of 84 million Americans selected simply because they work for employers with more than 100 employees certainly falls in the latter category, the court wrote. So we can go we can go further um, and dig into that if folks want. But why, why did it even take this long for them to figure this out? Why, why did it take so long to get here? You know, man, I, I believe one thing is it truly is. And I know our, our community uh, gets yelled at a, a lot about using the word control, mm-hmm. but I mean, when it's true, it's just true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you can't really argue about it. Um, it's 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 amazing that people don't even have a problem with it. I listened to the uh, the lawyers argue for mm-hmm. OSHA, and one of the things that uh, she let come out of her mouth while OSHA should be allowed to create the mandate uh, mm-hmm. for employers with a hundred plus employees is because they do the same thing with blood pathogens. So she was, she started using an example like there are certain standards for a janitor to clean up blood or if there's a, a construction worker injured at a work site and they're bleeding. Um, so we are, we've already set the tone that we should be able to deal with health and, um, you know, blood and uh, things like that when it comes to the workplace. So I'm glad that the judges didn't fall for that. I mean, I hate that they went against the healthcare workers. That still sucks. It's still a fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least we saved some people because that's just stupid. So, oh, because you have a way to clean up blood, then we should all of a sudden have this mandate. And I don't know when was the last time I haven't when I, I don't know the last time I even read OSHA. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was back at the PD, we had all these OSHA things because we had all these detainees. Nobody read that stuff. Right. I pay attention to OSHA. Yeah. Right. This is just you simply saying, oh, we want to control you. And they want, I believe personally, mm-hmm. Biden wanted a way to penalize businesses that wasn't that weren't doing it themselves. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm going to make you do it. Um, and you're going to abide by it. And if it costs you employees, it costs you employees. Who cares? Yeah. And I think for some, uh, I think that's right. But for some businesses, they wanted to, to use uh, the administration as cover to force things on people. Uh, 42 Mm -hmm. chill says read what thomas wrote he called it bs um i don't have that exactly in front of me but if uh, if you have it and you send us oh okay he put up a link here hold on a second uh joe rogan oh there's something from joe rogan there yeah i think he's talking about um that dr robert malone that's like a whole yeah robert malone yeah Yeah, a couple of them there yeah that's a whole other thing it's just weird man that this is the kind of stuff that we need to decide right away it's kind of, we're kind of in a late situation here, and the end result is kind of obvious. If so many people in America have been vaccinated, whether they made that choice, okay, or they were forced into that choice, and still, I think Fauci the other day said every American is going to get Omicron. Now, you called it Amari, Amarion-cron? Or, I mean, Am- no, I didn't say Amari-cron. Um, Omicron. I started to call it Amarion. It's funny. <laughs> Um, they're, they're all, they're all that's what they all, they all yes, sound like damn yeah it's crazy but you know fauci says everyone's gonna get it well so what are we doing 
what are we doing? What's all this stuff for? Yeah, what's all the mask stuff for? What's all the vaccination stuff for? If 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 it's ineffective, why are you making people get it? Right? So right. this is a weird thing, man. About they're all, uh, weird. They're all yeah. stupid and it makes it makes no sense. And yeah. the other thing was um I put up this is probably a couple weeks old now. Mm-hmm. There was a shooting in California mm-hmm. where in a Burlington Coat store. Did you hear about that? Uh, I think that sounds familiar, but you're going to have to refresh me. On so that. there was a, a man that was um, running around Burlington Court, Court, uh, Burlington Coat Factory mm-hmm. in a mall, and he was beating people with a bike lock. Okay? Wow, that's pretty vicious. Randomly, yeah, yeah, attacking people with a bike lock. So mm-hmm. now one gets a call. Uh, by the time it gets, the people calling in are like, the guy's got a gun. You know, everything to people is a damn gun, right? So mm-hmm. they call in saying the guy has a gun, and they're, they're saying he's hurting people, this and that. So the officers respond, and they um, a couple of them break out their long guns. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. They're probably like any, between six and ten officers that responded. Well, one particular officer pushed his way to the front of the rest. He wanted to be mm-hmm. point, right? Mm-hmm. So he you can see him, like, from his mm-hmm. body cam, like, moving people out the way. Hey, I got it. I got it. Mm-hmm. And he gets point. And they encountered a guy. Now, you know, if you've been in like Burlington Co. Factory, TJ Maxx, you kind of know how long those aisles are, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so he's at one end of the aisle. The One of the victims who is bleeding is backpedaling, like pushing backwards on the floor, going toward the officer. And she's, you know, probably six feet away from the cops. So she's pretty close. The guy is at the far other end of the mm-hmm. aisle. And the cops got his, uh, he got his long gun out. And the guy, once again, has a bike lock, right? Mm-hmm. And from what I can see so far, unless something new comes out, there is nobody in the immediate area of the bad guy at this point because the late, latest victim is back it away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and she's he on raises the ground, his huh? rifle mm-hmm. and he fires three shots, right? And he drops the guy. Now, do I feel sorry for a man, man running around, busting, running around, busting people's heads open with uh, a lock? No, I don't. All right. Mm-hmm. However, there's still a level of responsibility. Well, one of those rounds, uh, some people got scared and they went into the dressing rooms, right? Mm-hmm. And so in one particular dressing oh, yeah. room, there was a mom and a daughter, a 14, 15-year-old little girl, right. and they were hugging, and a round came through the door, struck the girl, and killed her because he missed. Mm-hmm. Right? You missed, I don't know, what is that, 15 feet, 20 mm-hmm. feet, mm-hmm. with a rifle, because he, boom, 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 like three rounds back to back, and one of those rounds missed target, went into that door and killed that little girl. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, what what amazed me about that, you know, I wouldn't, you know, there's one thing the Monday night quarterback. That's another thing when it's just simple uh, uh, logic, and there are professional standards that we have to hold people to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to be running around with uh, a firearm, and there's a standard you should be held to. Mm-hmm. One of those things that you should have learned the first time you picked up a gun is consider your target and what is beyond. Right. And that was a straight line of sight where that round went into that dressing room. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me you didn't see dressing rooms? You didn't take a moment. The guy had a bike lock. He didn't have a gun. You didn't take a moment to assess that situation and say, hey, maybe this isn't the best angle if I need to engage him with lethal force because there are doors back there that are closed. I don't know who's in a, you know, who's in the room and mm-hmm. who's not. So I saw a lot of people arguing about that when I put that up. And it wasn't about bashing a cop. It was about bashing uh, recklessness. Like, you mm-hmm. have to be more responsible uh, when you're discharging a firearm, you know, and then when you are police officer, federal agent, military, whatever, um, the professional standard for you mm-hmm. now exists, right? Yeah, yeah. 
I we think have to that, hold you to professionals too. Absolutely. I mean, I think they have, you know, regardless of the adrenaline pumping and all that kind of stuff, you have to assess the situation that you're in. And um, in a situation in a mall, you know, um, where there's people, obviously what you're running into here is that you're dealing with people, lots of people, and you don't know where they are, right? It's not like you're, um, even in a home, there's of course people and you don't know where people are in those rooms, but there's not as many people, your your probability that there's um, going to be people who could get struck by any round that you fire goes up in a mall. That's one. But two, what I think about when you're saying that, and I've never been in any of these kinds of situations, but I have a, a friend of mine that uh, is a retired SWAT team leader. And he told me that, you know, these firearms that you're going in with, a lot of people do not have them zero properly. And it always becomes a thing. If we have this conversation, if you have a, if you have a, a long gun, SBR, whatever, you have to consider what distance are you fighting with this thing? So it was it actually zeroed? If it was zeroed for a close encounter, right? 10 yards, 15 yards, whatever you consider a close encounter or the outside of what a close encounter is, it's more likely to be dead on. And that's what he said to me. He was like, if we go into a, we're most, as a SWAT team or response unit, you're more than likely going to a, a very close situation. If it's further away, there's specific snipers for that, right? So in a close situation, you want to be super accurate. <laughs> Otherwise, you don't want to fire. So, and, and I believe I believe this guy had an ACOG mounted on top of a carry hammer. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it was four times or one power, but I believe he had. If I'm if I'm remembering correctly, and I could be wrong, mm -hmm. I believe he had an ACOG mounted on top of a carry handle with a 16 inch gun shooting at 20 feet. Yeah, you know. And so it, it, it and look, I have I've been in you know buildings where we had to college campuses, 26,000 people running around them, mm -hmm. where we had to pull guns and do things, right? Mm -hmm. I've had guns pulled on people in public. I get it that there is adrenaline pumping and adrenaline rushing and those things, but your level of accountability, as just as a, as a citizen, mm -hmm. your level of accountability is high. And when you add in the professional standards, those are things you have to take into account. Mm -hmm. You know, I saw a lot of people saying, well, it's the bad guy's fault because he started the situation. Okay, we know in a court of law, a bad guy could, you know, eat the charge. You started, somebody dies in the process. You can't be charged in death. I, I get mm -hmm. it, right? We get it. Nobody would have been there if the guy wouldn't have been crazy, hitting people upside the head with a bike lock. I totally get it. However, when you respond to a situation, you have to respond adequately. If you were getting, if somebody was attacking you with a baseball bat and, you know, you're facing your front door and this guy comes out of nowhere between you and your front door and you get your gun out, right? And you see that your, uh, you know that your kids are probably hearing your car pull up and running around the front door waiting on dad to come in. You need to make sure that if I discharge this gun, I am considering, mm -hmm. you know, what's going to happen in the background, right? Mm -hmm. And those are the standards you have as a citizen. So we can't blame the bad person for our recklessness, right? We still have to uphold those standards. And so it was well, just and the, and the cops are professionals. We're we're calling yeah. uh, either. I mean, either they are, or they aren't. I mean, it's arguable, right? Like. What is what was the level of training or whatever um, here or even curation of their firearms, but they're professionals. And when you when you lose an innocent bystander, you know, that kind of negates blaming whoever started the situation. The fact in life is we're always going to have someone start a situation. If there's professionals that their job is to handle that 
and an innocent bystander goes, then, you know, I think that for sure the, uh, <laughs> there's going to be a high level of blame on those guys. And it's too bad, man. Um, you know, the handgun probably would have been a better thing to use in that situation, but who knows, like what was the level of training or even someone going through and looking at people's, I remember when that, when, when, when that guy was telling me that he actually came out here to where I live and he was doing some training with my local sheriff's office. And it was funny, like guys didn't even have their red, like they didn't have their red dots um, zeroed or they weren't even working or they didn't, you know, it's, it's crazy to think what's going on out there. And then we're calling somehow calling this professional. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah, we have to, we have to up the standards. Now here's an mm -hmm. opportunity too. Mm -hmm. um, hey, uh, citizens, make sure your stuff's tight. Mm -hmm. Get it together. You know, stop yeah. slapping all these gizmos and gadgets on the guns. And this is why we say train. You know, and uh, another reason I don't give that that particular officer any uh, any any grace in that situation is because you fought to get to point. Mm -hmm. You fought mm -hmm. for the you literally moved five other guys. Oh, uh -huh. I heard it that time. Yeah, you no, because I did it. <laughs> five other guys out of the way to get to that position, right? And they're going to mm -hmm. argue that in civil court, whether that showed his intent just to be yeah. you know reckless or whatever. I'm not arguing that, but you fought for that position, which means you accept the responsibility that comes with that position. Yeah. Right? So, but police uh, officers are indemnified. Police officers are indemnified, and the average, the average, they're citizens too, in my opinion. But the average citizen um, is not indemnified to to what happens when you do stuff. So, if you have that same kind of mentality and you don't know what's going to happen when you do things, then hey, just you know, you're spraying and praying, which I get it. <laughs> you know. Ooh, we. Yeah, you just yeah go into it knowing uh, knowing what's going to happen because uh, after it happens, everything's definite of what's coming from there. All right, listen, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to talk about this sponsor here right now. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Barnul Ammo. Barnul has a wide range of reliable, quality steel case ammo for small game, large game, target shooting, and self-defense. They've got the classics like 7.62 and 5.45, as well as 9mm all the way up to 308. Subsonic as well. So when you're in the market, please consider Barnul Ammo. All right. Boom! We are in the Gorn section right now, but let's you know, let's take some time to wrap it up. To go back to what we were talking about, I think this is the quote uh, from Forty Two Chills says: "These cases are not about the uh, efficacy of or importance of COVID nineteen vaccine. They are only about whether CMS has the statutory authority to force healthcare workers by coercing their employers to undergo a medical procedure do they do not want and cannot." So, uh, well, oh, okay. He says, uh, if Congress had wanted to grant CMS authority to impose nationwide vaccine mandate and consequently alter the state federal balance, it would have done so clearly, wrote Thomas. It did not. You know, um, you know what's funny about this from what I was reading earlier? Um, Roberts, I think I, it was even in this article, these guys didn't really have our back the way that we thought they would, which kind of. This is kind of good news and bad news, that whole Supreme Court thing. It maybe there'll be some good news for us as gun owners, but we can't necessarily trust some of the justices on there 
to solely go with the Constitution. And when it comes to Roberts, I feel like they have something on that dude, you know? Man, I don't trust nobody that can't be fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, can do what, you can do what you want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's go to some Gorn here. Um, All right. I'm going to let you kick this off, man, because I know, you know, I got some things here, but All right. the well, people want to see up, what uh, Kevin Dixie's is coming with. How um, Kevin Dixie brings the thunder. Okay, okay. Well, let me start off with this one because it, it coincidentally matches my hat. So you don't see these a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it looks like your, your standard AR-15 platform, but this is actually a 300 hammer by Wilson Combat. Oh, wow. So this is a 300 hammer that is a Shaw, Shaw barrel inside of this Joker. Oh, very um, nice. Very nice. Barrel, but yeah. you can see it here. Man, this is all, this even by. the bipod. For everyone listening on audio, this is such a beautiful gun. <laughs> it's so nicely easy, painted, yes. but the optics, the bipod, um, the optic mount is coordinated to the stock and the, <laughs> yep. and the grip. <laughs> it's, is, that's so um, awesome. <laughs> yeah, this is um, oh, the magazine. Even you know goes with it. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, so the I'm magazine. Light mags up. How so, many? Yeah, three hundred hammer. So it's hmm. basically a three hundred blackout on steroids. Is what mm-hmm. it's supposed to be. So I haven't done any true ballistic testing with it yet. I have shot this gun, um, and it does kind of match my head. See that? Kind of cool. mm-hmm. No, that's a beautiful gun, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So this is one of my babies. That's a Lucid L5 sitting on Even, top of wait, it. Wait, wait. Show the muzzle device. Even the muzzle device is color coded yep. to the stock and the grip and yes. the optic mount. I mean, you got to coordinate. Coordinate. Right. Yeah. See, very gotta, nicely. Gotta coordinate. <laughs> very nicely done. <laughs> oh, the coordination. Uh, that's yeah, awesome. That's, uh, that's uh, Armament Axis um, says Burl. 42 Chill says Burl. Burl. Yeah, you got to have a good Burl in there. You mm-hmm. know, I, you know uh, what else we got here? Um, that's just a Glock 42. Oh, this guy. Uh, I don't know. I got some FDE uh, uh, going, going on. I don't break this guy out a lot, but he's about to start getting shot a lot. So mm-hmm. you've seen these before, FNX 45. Tactic. Oh, okay. Yes. And this one is one I haven't even shot yet. This is the, the M17. This um, still has so, the flag up in it. Yeah. yeah. I, dude, that's how, I mean, I've had it for a minute, but I just haven't mm-hmm. shot it. Mm-hmm. So M17. Uh, you know, the M17 I did shoot. I liked it, which is why I bought this one. Uh, and let's see what else we got back here. So, um... So those are like two FN guns right there, right? No, that's a Sig Sauer M7. Oh, Sig, Sig, okay. Uh, FN X45, I've shown this one before. Um, this is just my, my my night fighter setup. So it's a truth frame with a VP9 uh, long slide on it. Uh, Holosun 509 mm-hmm. on top of this guy, trying to get in the frame here. There you go. Holosun 509 on top of this guy. And I saw a lot of people ask me, hey, what the heck is this thing right looks like a little sticker on my uh magazine i don't know if mm-hmm. you can see that and the bottom uh so mm-hmm. what that is is on my mags for night uh nighttime fighting i have uh infrared reflectors so i can see them in night vision it reflects oh so when i have on night vision i can see my mags so if you drop it out or whatever right so if you're doing reload drills or stuff like that and you need oh, to look down trying to find your right. magazine a lot of guys use white light i just look down and i'll see it reflecting like a little store and i'll pick it up Oh, cool. Okay. Um, LB Louis Cipher says 300 Hammer, if I recall correctly, was designed for hog hunting. Is that what's that? Yes, they really, Wilson Combat really pushed it for hog hunting. Absolutely. Okay. 
That's exactly is, what I'm going to use it for. Is that what? Okay. Have you said? Have you had a chance to go hog hunting yet? Or not? Not. Good? I went out once. Didn't see anything. Um, I didn't take that out with me. But going to be going out again this year. Uh, and I'm going to go out for about, you know, three or four days. I'm going to lay some, lay some hogs on the bets mm-hmm. um, this year. Cause it's going to be part of my thing. And then the only, I mean, this is just a, this is my little hot baby. This is my little Glock 42. I always have this around me close somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and for people that say I hate blocks. So that's a Glock 42. That joke is loaded. So I'm not going to play with it. But uh, mm-hmm. then, then look, I have sitting behind me the Glock 17. Okay. Good. There you go. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Um, Armin and Axis says KD has sexy Gorn. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why this is. Th- I wonder One if more. my. I wonder One if my. Uh, if my internet here is slow because I see KD breaking up. So one. It's probably me. Yeah, my camera. I, yeah, I saw my camera one looking at sexy. Yeah, it's probably me. Uh, oh, it's you. It's definitely you. Yeah, your internet. I'm assuming is is probably flying. I'm the one on 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 uh, you know, cellular right now. So um, okay. So go ahead. I'm good. And yeah. so to match this guy. Oh, yeah, that looks a lot better. Okay. To match mm-hmm. that guy, mm-hmm. we have this guy, which I've shown once or twice, but I don't think I've ever had it on here. So then let me go to this side. All right. So this is my Tactical Life uh, AR-15. That is a mall uh, mm-hmm. sitting at the end of that with a PLHV2 by Modlite. Mm-hmm. Um so if you if you're in the night vision, you know what the mall is. If you don't, it's an illuminator, uh, and it's a really really nice illuminator. Did you when um when you were on with Babyface? Did you show this to Babyface when you guys were on? I think I might have. I might have. Okay. So there's yeah. the mall. Um, good white light, and then the gun itself. What is your muzzle device on there? Is that for a suppressor or what? what is yeah. That so on? right now this is I forget the model number of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe this one is from I, that might actually be from strike industries mm. uh but this one is i gotta remember the model number of it um but this gun is tuned for uh suppressed shooting so that's why i have that particular device on it because mm-hmm. i wanted to tune it until I, while I was waiting on a can mm-hmm. so i can you know have it somewhat tuned in right so this mm-hmm. particular gun has um a 14 and a half inch socom barrel in it so the gas port's a little tighter Mm-hmm. Right. So um, I had to I had to make sure I could tune it in. Right. So even in here, after we have the different barrel, we have the tighter gas port. Um, I have a nickel boron bolt to make sure it runs an H3 buffer. So we just had to tune it a certain way to make sure um, it still ran. But mm-hmm. now it's, it's all good to go. I wish I could remember the, the, the name of it. So from what I'm seeing here of your setup, you have. Wait, hey, hold on. Is this a pistol? Technically, it's a pistol. Yeah, because I look, I'm seeing the stock now, and what, what is that stock in the back? Oh, uh, that's the uh, SB SBA. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and then I see behind the EOTech. It looks like the EOTech on there. You've yep. got a magnifier. Correct. Right. Um, so that's the G33 magnifier. Mm-hmm. The uh, EOTech XPS3, their newest one. Mm-hmm. So the XPS3, the G33 magnifier, um, ambidextrous charging handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very nice. And you've got a sling. What's your sling? What sling do you use? Uh, that's a Vikings tactical. Okay. Yeah, that's and a nice I have sling. Um, the century strap from. That sling looks color coordinated to this thing too, or kind of sort. Let me yeah, see. It yeah, it's kind of close. Yeah. It, well, I couldn't get it to perfectly match, but right. I like mm-hmm. it. Anyway, so I bought it. So yeah. Mm-hmm. There's the thing. It's not perfect. I couldn't find one that was perfect, uh, but it worked. I like Viking sling, so that's why mm-hmm. I still bought it. 
yeah, this is uh this is the setup. Got the hot button on it. I'm not gonna point that at the camera, but mm-hmm. you have a the hot. Mm-hmm. You probably see the light bouncing there. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, hot button. We do have a front sight on this Joker. Um, yeah, so this is um that's a nice setup. This is my baby. This is my baby. Yeah. And then outside of that, I think those are all the um. I say that to oh, and then because I'm I've been looking at it and I'm gonna do something with it. I sit guns by me for inspiration. I'll sit them there for like days and just look at them and see what hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, I like this little Bursa, man. This is the, the uh, just the ah. Bursa Thunder 380. Mm-hmm. But I really like this little gun, and I don't think they get enough love and attention, to be honest. Okay, the Bursa. Okay. I, um, Night Train says, I see the Neo Mag sling strap. Yeah, so that's the Century, Century um, Neo Mag. They're Century mm-hmm. strap. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's their Century strap. Uh, Right there. So it's just if you haven't seen a sentry strap, it's got a big magnet. I say big, that's relative, but it's got a magnet mm-hmm. right there in the end. And you can probably see the outline of it. Right. And then there's a, a, a the other part of the magnet is here at the bottom, right mm-hmm. here. You can probably see the outline of it. Yeah. And once you put your sling in it, well, you can see it just goes. You put your sling in it, and it just magnetized. So if you're somewhere and you need your sling to be tight, transport or you uh so when I go on road trips, my rifle is sitting next to me in my car. So I like to have the sling nice and tough to make it easier and it doesn't get snagged on stuff. Mm-hmm. So if I need to fight my way out of the vehicle, then the sling is nice and compact. And when I get out the vehicle, I can expand the sling, put it on, uh, and get to doing whatever I got to do, whatever the job calls for. Uh, but I like to have it nice and compact inside the vehicle uh, and even in just simple transport, put it inside your rifle case. So. Very nice. I almost don't even want to show my Gorn now, LV. <laughs> KD, uh, every single time. Uh, KD is so KD is so coordinated, man. He sits there and goes, uh, you know, I'm not going to get this thing because it don't really match. <laughs> it's not up to the level. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so the last one I got, then I'm going to shut up. Uh, but I'm so excited to be able to show guns on here again. Um, yeah. Same here, man. It's fun. Yeah, this little guy. Oh, What? And so obviously he's loaded because this is part of my go bag. So let me clean mm-hmm. real quick. Mm-hmm. So folder and uh, SBR, I'm assuming. So round this out. Mm-hmm. Put that over here. All right. So this little guy is the Tactical Life Takedown AR-15. Okay. So okay. this is a pistol. Yeah. So this is a pistol. Mm-hmm. Um, look closer there. Uh, so this little guy is what I roll out with when I'm just, you know, I put it in a, the, the, uh, commuter 2.0 bag from a vertex mm-hmm. and I just stroll around with it on my back, you know? So that, that, uh, that brace is, is, uh, also an SB brace or different? No, this is a SIG brace. And I'll be honest okay. with you. I don't like the brace. I'm going to take it off. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a SIG brace. There okay. is a new Magpul has a new smaller micro brace. They, they, they built it for an option for PDW people. I think it's coming mm-hmm. out of Shasha. Show. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually going to see how that thing holds up. And I think I'm going to put that micro brace on. Yeah. Uh, but, for, you know, so I think I'm going to go with that. But this, the cool thing about these is if you take this guy, take some pressure off of here, pull this tab down. You can remove that. Yeah. You remove it, right? Yeah. So that's why I really like this. Who then makes that me... removal thing? I know there's a couple of different companies that do that. Who um, makes... Well, I know Tactical Life does this. One. That's, okay. Mm-hmm. So Tactical Life out of uh, they're right down there in Florida too. Uh, okay, I know. Florida. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, this is how small and compact this thing stores. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really like it for that reason. And you just whip it back in. Mm-hmm. 
Now get your uh, your tube lined up. Put it in. Right. Charge around. Mm -hmm. You're back in action. Yeah, I think it's a good idea, and it's not yeah. super. It's not as super heavy as I don't know how heavy the um the the folding. Uh, what folder do you have there for the for the stuff? Uh, Law tactical. Law tactical. Those tend to be a little bit heavy. I don't know if there's any super lightweight ones out there right now, but that's that's probably heavier than that mechanism to remove the barrel is. You know, yeah, um, the law folder. It does, definitely does add some weight to the back. Yeah. Right, so, so now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put this up, but I got to make it hot again because it's like I said, it's quite a mile. Yeah. So we got a couple of comments here. Uh, LB Louis Cypher says Bursa 380, a nice, my former domestic partner. Love the ones I love the one I gave her. So there you go. He says Bursa makes some uh, good economical pistols. They work. And Armament and Axis says Bursa gave almost a, a Makarov. Yeah, he gave her. Yeah. Her. Okay. Oh. Oh, uh, you, you're making comments on LV Louis Cipher now. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. <laughs> Are you going to Shot Show? Because he might catch you out there. <laughs> he might run. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll be there, man. I mean, I was indifferent, but I got too many things I got to do. Yeah, there, so I'll he might roll up on you just like, oh, oh, you want to? You want me to roll up on you right now? Uh, <laughs> um, no. So let me see. What was he? Oh, you know what I was going to say? You were talking about that EOTech. I heard this is like a rumor because when I was looking for it on the firearm blog, I didn't see the article. I don't know whether they took it down or not, but I heard EOTech came out with a new optic. Oh, really? Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, some kind of new EOTech design leaked. Let me see. I think I might actually be able to show you a design thing up here. I don't you know. I mean, so, I don't know what uh, the schematics... So the buttons are on the side now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is some. This is some. Some leaked stuff that I had. You go want back. me to go back? Go back. Yeah, okay. Go back. Wait. Hold on. You want me to go full? There we go. That's bigger. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Go back a little bit. Go. Another slide. I mean, to another right. picture. That one right there. Right. Hmm, so that they put all the buttons on the side, because right now the buttons are in the rear. Mm-hmm. So they they, yeah. they move them to the side. Yeah, and then the, uh, this is like a three quarter view. Huh. So yeah, that's just a leak that I got, and I was looking for all of that on the firearms blog, and then I didn't see it. Let me see if I can go. Let me see if I can pull up the firearms. Um, no. Um. Let's see here. Let's take a look at the firearm blog. Let me let me share that with everyone. See if we can actually find that because I don't see that on there. But I heard about it. So let's see if we see EOTech. 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 Crimson Trace. I don't know if you're keeping up with all the stuff coming out. You know, obviously we're approaching. Uh, you know, we're approaching Shot Show. Let's see. No, I don't see the EOTech thing here. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure, you know, what's going on with that. They might have taken it down. Maybe that wasn't supposed to be out yet. I did see this convert commercially available. Someone was uh, was asked, asking about it in the chat. Commercially available, the Sig Sauer NGSW MCX Spear. So it sounds like they've um, they've got like some new rounds that they put out. What is this? Easily converted to both 7.62 NATO and 6.5 Creedmoor. Uh, they they it looks like they came out with their own ammo, um, suppressors, a whole bunch of different stuff. I don't know if you've looked at this. Fury, 
Fury mm-hmm. ammunition is commercially available. So 277 Sig Fury. I mean, it looks it looks sexy. I'm trying to see what the price is. Someone told me this is expensive. Let's go down here and see what we're talking about. Uh, do you see price in this? Because I don't. I didn't see it, but I'm gonna price, just from price, looking price, at price, it. Price, 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 price. It's gonna push. I'm gonna. I wouldn't be surprised that doesn't flirt between twenty five and three k. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to see. I don't see the price here because someone was telling me it's like eight k or something like that. I was like, there's oh, no way. Damn. No, no, I don't know. Don't don't take my word for that. Or maybe that's for this whole setup with the can and no, it can't be. Yeah, I don't really see price here. It's a good looking gun. And then the new round, I don't know, man. There's a bunch of new rounds coming out. I don't yeah. I don't know where I'm at with that new round, especially if I'm only buying it from one person. So, I don't know what do you what's your what's your thing on that? Um, well, you know, I am. Um, I'll put that in the same category that I put the 300 hammer. Mm-hmm. The reason why I felt good about the 300 hammer is the amount of it mm-hmm. that they had. So you buy mm-hmm. it directly from Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, when I went on there, and this is right when we were having a bad ammo crunch, mm-hmm. man, I was able to get. Um, I mean, I was just paying like right shy of a dollar around for you know a, a unique round. So oh wow, it was pretty cool. I was able to order a couple hundred rounds of it. Um mm-hmm. and they got plenty more. Um and they said that they have stock so you can just order. So I'm like, all right, I'll try it out. You know, I like having one offs, you know, uh with Sig Sour. Um the hammer had also been out for a couple of years before I went and made one. So mm-hmm. let's see if the Fury is still around in a couple of years. And if it is, might be yeah. something worth um, you know, checking out. Yeah, I would knock it. Yeah. If it gets developed a little bit here. <laughs> Um, Brian Quick says seven thousand nine hundred and ninety nine. So I'm not sure where that number is coming from, and we didn't. I didn't see it scrolling through there real quick. But mm. <laughs> listen, that's that's awesome, man. If you got it, rock and roll like that. Um, I'm with you, Katie. It needs to take some time, you know, to come out and develop itself. I like three hundred blackout. You know, that's what like that's what hey. I keep very close to me when I'm sleeping. (laughs) I let everybody else get the Gen 1. I don't care what is Gen 1 of. I do the Mm -hmm. same thing with like when I used to rock PlayStations. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, no, you get you had a first batch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want everybody else to work out the bugs for me. And then I'll come. Yeah, I'm like that with everything. Yes, absolutely. All right. So listen, we um, listen, I didn't even get a chance to show my going yet. So we're going to do this break here. And then we're going to be right back, and I am going to show you guys my guns. See what happens? With Arms List, you can shop the extensive list of local and nationwide firearms classified. Now with more confidence because of their built-in firewall. For only $6.99 a month for personal use, or $30 a month for business vendors. So when you're in the market, please consider Arms List. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Arms List. All right. Bada bing, bada boom. There you go. So, um, okay. Brian Quick says that's on SIG's website. So I will probably I'll have to pull. Let me see if I can pull that up and pull that up from off their website. So anything that you've heard of from SHOT Show that uh, you're like looking forward to seeing it that's already come out or. Um, no, no, to be honest with you. No, no. I, mean, mm-hmm. I don't. I saw Mad Cool's got like a. Fury, a little things coming out. Um, mm-hmm. And I like Mad Cool, so I'll definitely go check it out. And I'm interested in looking at anything new. I just haven't really, maybe my ear hasn't been to the ground like it should. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll be, you know, 
Oh, checking them out, seeing what people got. Yeah, there we go. Here's the website from SIG. Right. So MCX Spear, mm -hmm. MSRP, 7,999. No MF way. What? <laughs> so what is it coming? Double t So that if you buy like that, that's a double stamp, right? Is that because I don't think that's a 16 inch gun. Uh, I'm guessing they're so, selling. Yeah. Yeah. The suppressor is probably separate. So you're, but you're probably buying and getting the suppressor in it for all of that. I'm assuming that they're selling it with the suppressor, right? It has to be. Yeah, for that price, you better. But that still isn't, I don't know, man. Uh, that's yeah. a lot. It of must money. be because everything they're showing the suppressor. So I'm assuming that's the deal and why it's so expensive. So interesting. interesting. I mean, there, there, there'll be somebody out there to buy it. I mean, yeah. Damn. Yeah, no joke. Okay, so listen. Um... You can't buy the magazines for KD's guns for what this thing costs, but I'm going to show it off anyway. So this is my Keltec. This is my Keltec RDB right there. There you go. And you know what? Every time I pick this up and, you know, like here, obviously we're trying to get, I'm trying to get it. And I almost, you know, like if you, this is like a, you know, I think this is a freaking 18 inch barrel in this thing. It's not even like a 16 inch, right? And look right. at how look at how short it is, man. I'm every time I pick this up, I'm like, what? And it's not an SBR. It's a bullpup. You know, five five six. Magazine goes in back here. You know, it's rear wood downward ejecting. So you know, um, there's the the rounds aren't coming out anywhere here. The rounds are going back and then getting ejected from the back here. So right here is where they all those rounds are getting ejected from. Yeah, every time I pick this up, I think, man, this is cool. So. Uh, I, forgot, I forgot what optic I had on here and I took it off, you know, and I know there's different colors of these out there and all that kind of stuff. So I like these. I might I might get another one. I would like to get one. I would like to get the one with the wood furniture and stuff like that, but they never came out with it. Side charging. Katie, I think all AR should be side charging. This is not an AR, obviously, but. Blasphemy. Huh? Nothing. Blasphemy. Go ahead. Why, why, man? That is the that you, is one Russian spy. That is one. That is one of the flaws of an AR, man. What the hell? Like you gotta go up under this thing, you know. Sometimes get under optics and all kinds of stuff to get well, grab that's your. That's why get you need to have oversized ambidextrous charging handles. You no, there's a simple solution. Put this the charging handle over here. Mm. I so, like side charging, but yeah. Don't be trying to change. Don't be trying to change the game. Man. Oh no, they right? need to change. They need to change it. It needs to. <laughs> it needs to be changed. But yeah, I like these. I might get another one of these or another couple of these or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm a fan of these. So that's that's my that's one. And uh, here, this is going to be my Henry rifle. This one is not going to easily. Let's see. Maybe if we go like this. Check that out. That's the all weather, forty five seventy Henry all weather stainless steel. What? Oh, I love this gun. Yeah. Nice. This is this is like one of my favorite, if not my favorite, um, Henry Rifle man. They just make beautiful guns. I mean, jeez. Look at that thing. That is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And it this is perfect for Florida, man. Doesn't rust. Um yeah. Uh, I love this gun, you know? So 4570. Almost like a dinosaur killer kind of thing, you know, mm -hmm. right here. So there you go. That's that's what I got. That's what I'm showing off. I know, you know, that's it. 
you know, no, I, one day you're gonna have to introduce me to the people over at Henry, man. Yeah, they're good folks. They're not at Shaw Show. Um, I think they go to if we're having an NRA show, they're at NRA, but they don't do Shaw Show. But they're good folks. Yeah, yeah. One, one day I got to intro to you to those guys. Yeah, I won't be at NRAM this year because NRAM mm-hmm. decided to drop their convention on the same week as Train and Learn. Weekend is Train and Learn, so I won't oh. be there. I'll okay. be in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What is this? Uh, Eugene questioning. Someone says, oh, stoner. But I can't, you know, agree with Father D on AR charging handle. <laughs> uh, and LB Louis Cypher says, Henry makes beautiful guns, but I hate reloading them. You have to reload them from the end of the mag tube by the business end of the muzzle. Um, yeah, some of them, they're doing some uh, side loading stuff now. Um, they are doing so. I wonder if there, I wonder if there is a version for this yet. The side loading that would be that would be really sweet. Uh, that's a good thing. I'm not sure. I'm not sure of that. So, I it's been a while since because I haven't been to an NRA show myself either in a while. So I haven't had a chance to see up close the stuff that Henry's coming out with here for at least a couple of years with everything going on. We're in the audience section. If you guys have questions, feel free to hit us up with that. Katie, I see the camera coming out. Do you want to... Um, yeah, I'm just going to get this ready in case people wanted to see what this gets Yeah, well, tell us about this camera, man. Absolutely, we want to see uh, it. So this, the Sony Alpha A7 is what the camera is. I'm working on getting the 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 whole contraption charged up now. There we go. Um, let me balance this thing off. So this is the DJI Ronin. You know, DJI makes all the... Uh, most of the uh, drones you see out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm calibrating now. You'll see it shake. Yeah, they do some good drones. They also have an amazing camera they just put out um, from DJI that's uh, pretty close to a movie level camera. Yes. Have you seen that thing? You know what that thing cost? Uh, I think it's like eight, nine grand, maybe 10. Man, it started, they go from seven to 12. Mm-hmm. But is it sexy? <laughs> yeah. DJI has done a lot of uh, cool stuff. You know, I think so this, they're this better new, than uh, new thing Go, GoPro sometimes. Go ahead. Here, mm-hmm. now that it's on. So it um, the cool thing about, I don't mind talking about it here. The cool thing about one of the things when it comes to content creation, even though I got a, I got a, a more established team now, and I definitely have people to come out and help me out behind the scenes. Um, sometimes you just got to go get stuff done and you don't have anybody with you, right? Mm-hmm. So one cool thing about this contraption here is that it, uh, it, Auto tracks, so I can lock on myself and I put this on a tripod and it'll move with me. Do which I? I love? Yeah, I absolutely, absolutely love that. So yeah. I can I can still do a lot of different things. But one of the, the cool little uh, things about this Joker is uh, is this. I'm gonna get this thing hooked up here to show you guys this. I think it's pretty it's pretty freaking awesome. Oh, hold on, I have to go sign on to the. I'm, I'm waiting for um, someone to come out with the camera that just floats and follows you. They're getting kind of close, like some of the drones. Drone, Hank. Yeah, well, some of the drones out there are pretty good, you know. But without making a lot of noise and all that, something that could just follow you, and it's the perfect cameraman. You know, you don't really have to tell it anything, mm-hmm. and it just knows this is this is my subject, you know, and it just moves around. Because honestly, with two of those, you can just make some badass productions. And the drones that are out there are getting really, 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 really close to that, you know. The biggest thing we're probably facing is yeah, the noise made from the drone, you know. Um, but it's only a matter of time before they figure out how to make those drones a lot 
more quiet. And honestly, if you use the right microphones and stuff, you're good. What's up? Can you see this thing? Can uh, you see this thing? Yes. All right. So here is my uh, my cell phone, my my other phone. Mm-hmm. So I have it here now. So even when it comes to people getting close to you, doing mm-hmm. things, so you see you can see the uh, the gimbal and the camera. Yeah. Okay. So if I move my phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's following your phone. Well, I'm, I'm directing it from my phone. Right. Yeah. It, the phone is like pulling the puppet strings. Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. So if you're doing a shot, even if you have another person and you set that up on a tripod, let's say in front of you, you know, but somewhere mm-hmm. a little bit off and you want to show like the angle, the muzzle and all that kind of stuff, you don't have to keep resetting up shots like we do, you know, where you have to make sure everything's safe and set those shots up or whatever. You can just have someone with that moving yep. it around or you could do it yourself. Yeah. And the cool thing is this, this, it also gets rid of that whole, why is somebody in front of the camera, which people don't realize people aren't always in front of the camera, mm-hmm. but I mean, in front of the gun, but yeah, we set the um, camera up and then, and then, you know, we do what we need to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do your thing. Uh, so it, it, this is a, it's pretty, it's pretty freaking handy, and if I had, you know, nobody's up here with me now, but if I locked onto a subject and they start moving, you'll see the camera tracking them as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can put this down, and the camera will do all the work. So it's it's a pretty cool little uh, little gizmo, man. I really really enjoy this thing. It took forever. I bought three of these before we got it right. Really? So yeah. do you have a special setup to connect that to your tripod, or it just uh, easily? So, you know what? Actually, I'm looking into some new uh, uh, hydraulic uh, fluid heads. Okay. Um, because I, I have one now, like the tripod that this camera is sitting on. It's one of my, my favorite tripods. It's, 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 it's metal. It's, I mean, this tripod is awesome. It can stand high winds. It can hold, I think, up to like 60 pounds. Like this thing is stupid. Um, but I want one um, that's a little bit lighter, uh, maybe carbon fiber. So I'm going to look at that with some heads. And then you can get newer makes a lot of um, adapters. That you can mm-hmm. just put on your tripod and put on your camera so you can connect them all the time. Yeah, just so quick, look at some newer yeah. stuff. Yeah, just a quick right. attach to it. You just want to make sure you get a nice heavy tripod. <laughs> nice heavy yeah. duty one. You know, I with mean, some serious weight. A, if I even let me see if I can get a picture of the one I'm using right now to hold this yeah. thing, which I'm totally overdoing it by using this tripod for this camera, but yeah. It's what I had accessible to me mm-hmm. for this camera. You know, we need to talk about people having less apps on their phone. This takes too long. <laughs> that's you <laughs> that's you with all those apps on your phone so do, let me ask the folks out there while you're doing that do you guys have some questions for kevin dixie you know we'll hook we'll hook kevin up with some questions right now you know or uh you follow kevin dixie some stuff that was going on in his instagram let me see if i could pull up your your instagram uh, right here yeah there's always some bad stuff see what yeah see what's been going on in your instagram <laughs> always get mad at you on my instagram I will tell you, I had, uh, yeah, I, I, I got people, I, my DM was kind of jumping live because um, of a post I put up a little while ago, um, a few days back, but. I, uh, um, I'm, so I'm, th- I'm showing, wait, hold on, where we go, here we go, here's your Instagram right now. By the way, I saw some stuff with your daughter on there, I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah that video that we have coming out, yeah, that's just me really connecting with parents and letting them know, like, you yeah. know, these are the tips and tricks that I use and how I interact with my children, so hopefully mm-hmm. it helps you. Um, we got the Walker video coming out. There's a snippet right below where you see Donovan. Uh, if you scroll down, scroll down, uh, right next to the Stogies and Straps one in a gray hoodie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a project we uh, we did with Walkers. That's coming out. Him talking about uh, what happened during a school shooting. Okay. So 
that's uh that's a really really good quality video that was done up on that um so the, in this gray hoodie this is your son yep that's donovan okay. uh, six three two forty five of them what yeah i'm sorry when did he get that big <laughs> man everyday size uh pushing the size 18 shoe now oh wow okay yeah, yeah. wow okay wow. he had a growth spurt then yeah he did and i feel it in my pocket <laughs> and then I wake up every morning. I just have to, you know, two piece them. Just let them know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, uh, check it out. There's the there's the tripod. Yeah, nice big fluid head on it. And then you could put a sandbag or something down there too. You know, oh yeah, it didn't uh, hold. I think it'll hold it to a forty five pound sandbag. Yeah, yeah, to balance it out, you know. Um, uh, okay, so there you go. Let's see. Um, Hank uh, Armin and Axis says. Hank Strange, pretty sure we met you all in person at the last NRAM show 2019. That's that's probably, is that the last one I went to? Probably. You know, yeah, there you go. Our, and uh, Brian Quick says size 18 shoe, question mark. Is that a, yeah. is that a thing? 15 years old, man, by the way. Um, right. How big is a size 18 shoe? Like, what is that, like this? Yeah, it's huge. So, well, I was going to wait to the next session, but well, mm -hmm. well, here's one of the shoes I'm going to show off in a minute anyway. So okay. this is a 13. All right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if this is a 13. Mm -hmm. It's it <laughs> like out here. Whoa. Okay. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. There must be something in the water, man. I don't know. He's a, he's a freaking monster <laughs> and expensive as hell. And, he, and then I, 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 I've made it worse on myself because I've got the kid used to fine cuts of steak. Mm -hmm. So, like, he's like, yo, uh, so we're getting that rib out tonight. I don't know from Walmart. <laughs> we got to go somewhere and get the right one. Okay, uh, time for a job. <laughs> time for a he's job. He's staying active, though. The boy is uh, uh -huh. in two sports right now. So, right now he's wrestling. So, he's having fun with that. Okay. So, he does wrestling and what? Football? Yeah, wrestling and football. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. There you go. Jeez. Yeah. Imagine having to, I mean, you know, my kids are skinny and it's tough to feed them. Seriously. Woo. You know, because kids, man, they're growing. Mm. They're just, you know, I could just imagine. <laughs> you should just start buying uh, your meat by the cow, man. You should just sponsor a cow. You Have you ever heard of that? No. It's just it's cut. Um, do you know well, you, you know, could do? Do um, you know you could do that? You could literally sponsor a cow, and then they yep. then they butcher it. Up. Yeah, and they just send it to you. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I know a couple of buddies that that go in on one like once a year. Mm -hmm. They have it all cut up and sent out to them. That's a lot of meat too. You'd be surprised how long a cow lasts. Yeah, the people like around where I live, people do that all the time. I've never done it, but they get a they get another freezer and they do it. Yeah, man, and they just stack meat. <laughs> Yeah, it's None pretty awesome. It. Yeah. You know, and of course, you know, you probably need to get him into hunting, man, so that, you know, he could feed himself. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. We got two years left with him. Then he's, um, well, we'll still be hunting, but he's headed off to the military. That's what he wants to do. Okay. Oh. Does he know what Thank branch God. he, what branches he, uh, Air Force. Into? Air Force. Yeah, okay. he's all about the Air Force. That's what he okay. wants to do. Okay. Um, and his in his young mind, you know, uh, he's been uh, he's been talking about the military for like five years now. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and in his mind, he he viewed the other branches as just killing machines. He didn't really understand, um, you know, logistics and everything that goes into running, you know, uh, military mm-hmm. units. So mm-hmm. he was just like, like, he's just a sweet kid. He's like, I will hurt somebody if I have to, but I'd rather not like just go kill people. But I'm like, son, that isn't <laughs> like mm-hmm. you just don't sign up and say, hey, I'm going to the Marines today. Let me just go out and start slaughtering people when I see them. Right. Uh, right. But yeah. He also um, just started falling in love with engineering. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happened a few years ago. So he's got a mathematical brain. He started really loving engineering. So, uh, you know, we met with some recruiters and we put him in. He's in a, he's in our ROTC program and we mm-hmm. put him in front of some uh, people from different branches. You know, I've had my friends sit on the phone with him that I know to serve. Some special forces guys all the way down to family members we have in the military now. And so they, they, they've been very gracious and just having conversations with him. So after him doing his own research, uh, he's still settled on the Air Force and he wants to go in there for engineering. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's cool. You know, um, so let's see there. We got a couple of things. Cruise man says my 13 year old daughter ain't cheap. They're talking about feeding. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, LV Louis Cypher says all kids, especially male, are expensive to quote Red Foreman. Uh, quote Red Foreman. Uh, oh, George Foreman, I'm assuming. From that 70, oh, maybe Red Foreman's from the 70s show. I don't even know. I can't afford to feed you, but the law requires it. So there you go. <laughs> and 42 Chilled wants to know the name of the guy in Georgia from the cow farm we had on. Yeah, that is, oh, man, goes right um, out of my brain. Um, yeah, he does a, you know, that farmer that does a lot of stuff with Eric from the Rock Valley. Yeah, he, uh, um, he that is, the last event, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I forgot it. I forgot the name of it. Um, oh, Bear Creek Cattle. Bear Creek Bear, Cattle. Yeah, Bear Creek. Yeah. Um what what is uh what is his name? Um Will Betty. Will Betty. From Bear from Bear Creek Cattle, yeah. Um I don't know if he sells whole cows. That'll be interesting. Got a we gotta uh, find out about that. And Brian Quick says Air Force controls the nukes. That is very true. Yeah. So yeah. You know, I mean, ultimately, I think in the military, regardless regardless of what you want to do, they pretty much figure out what they want to do with you, right? Yeah, that's what I told them. You know, like I explained to them, I say, "Look, son. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I look. Um, keep your academics up because um, if they see." A uh, six foot four, six foot five, two hundred and fifteen pound fool sign up. They're going to be like right to the battlefield, <laughs> you know, that's what gonna say, gonna right yeah. to the battlefield. Mm-hmm. I said, do you want to be a resource? You know, and that's what all the other guys are telling them, too. So um, he took the he took the ASVAB and scored high. He qualified for any branch. OK, uh, when he took the ASVAB. So he qualified for any branch. Um the, We put him back in touch with the, uh, the the Air Force guy. They talked to him again. So um you know, in the Air Force, I mean, what, yeah. they, I mean, yeah. it's only, whatever he gets there, he'll be happy. Absolutely right. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of a DAO or decentralized autonomous organization like Tusk Crypto. Tusk Cryptocurrency is a firearm-friendly e-commerce option for online payment transactions secured on the blockchain. So when you're in the crypto market, please consider Tusk, T-U-S-C. All right, here we go. Uh, so, whatever you want to talk about, Kevin Dixie. What's your oh, what, the last twenty? Yeah, 
Uh, are you going live tonight? So, because we, I always forget. Like when we, when we, no, you go live on Fridays, right? I'm trying to remember. I used to just go live sporadically, but I don't. I don't think I'm going live tonight. I probably will go have okay. me a nice cigar and chill. Oh, okay. I don't know if I'm going to go live. Though. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. as far as what do I want to talk about, I don't know. I want. Um, have you? Do you want me to? Do you want me to bring up something? Here's something that's bothered me since the beginning. I think since the weekend, but we haven't okay. talked about it on the show. The the girl that threw her baby in the dumpster. Did you see that? Oh, oh that chick. Yeah, I saw that video, man. What the um, hell is happening, man? Why is that kind of stuff still happening in America? Uh, because um, I don't think there's anything. I don't think. I mean, people, women have been doing that since the dawn of time. I don't see any stoppage to that. But that was uh, absolutely horrible and tragic. I mean, and when I when you've seen the clip, because I know I remember when the news story came out, and then they got the video, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, she just pulled up and like like it was literally just tossed it. Trip. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, wow, man, yeah, like no thought, like yeah. <laughs> I mean, I put my gar- I put my garbage in the dumpster with more care than that. It was it was bad. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just I don't I don't I don't have an answer to how to stop it uh, or anything like that. Um, but speaking of uh, well, I don't want to even use that as a segue. Childhoods. I did uh, get these guys, which is why I wanted to show. So Uh-oh. I don't know if people know that I actually like shoes. Mm-hmm. So it's like something I like to do. So these are um, and I like. Going back to the childhood every now and then. So these are the um, uh, Tune Squad. Okay. Nice. Uh, okay. So I actually who, went out and got the cat too. So who designs Tune Squad? What, and what is what so is So this that? is Nike. This is a LeBron shoe, technically. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's why it's got the king on the back of the oops. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, it even says, I don't know if you can see it. Uh, so these are LeBrons or something? Yeah, they're bronze. They're made for the Space Jam, but they're bronze. Oh, that okay. Says, I think your internet's still moving funky, but yeah, that it says is. right down here that says, what's up, Doc? I just think that's kind of cool. Okay. Um, and then over here it says, this makes me very angry. So I'm going to wear those when I do gun control talks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this makes me very angry having this conversation. <laughs> but yeah, I like these. You know, so that's something I want people to know about. Like, I like shoes. Like, and mm-hmm. I, I'm com- I'm starting to be more comfortable talking about the other things that you're life into life because we spend a lot of time fighting for mm-hmm. rights and we don't spend enough time showing what we're fighting for. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But show the cool stuff, man. Yeah. Um, so outside of guns, what are you into since we brought that up? And by the way, let me let me just say this quickly. Like I'm a, bo- a movie buff. So I saw the original. Um, oh, what the hell? We were just talking about it, that movie with LeBron. Um what is the movie? Uh, uh, Space Jam. Space Jam. Okay, I saw the original original Space Jam with um, Michael Jordan, and then I actually saw uh, uh, LeBron James' version of Space Jam. So, what do you think? Did you see both? I, I haven't watched it. Actually, I have not watched the LeBron version of the movie yet. Okay. Um, it's on it. I have it on. I think I don't know which one of the apps, but it's on my TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's I on. I want to say. What is it on? Is it on HBO or something like that? Maybe Disney. I don't know. Something like that. It's on one of them. Yeah. I know I saw it. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll sit down and uh, maybe on a plane. Maybe I'll try to download it and watch it on a plane. One of these mm-hmm. trips I got coming up, uh, yeah. which is where I normally get a chance to watch my mm-hmm. movies. But speaking of uh, movies, okay, mm-hmm. I got to get this off my chest. Oh boy. Have you seen The Matrix? <laughs> I knew that was what you were going to ask me. 
I knew this. Yes, I've seen it. I have not seen the whole thing because it was so horrible. I went to sleep. And what is that atrocity? What what the hell were they doing? What was that? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if it was a cash grab. I don't know if they deliberately made it uh, horrible. I don't know. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why um, Keanu Reeves did that movie. I don't know why. That movie. That movie like negates all the stuff that he's done. Like after I saw that movie, I don't want to even see um, a John Wick. I don't want to. Because I'm like, what the what the hell is wrong with Keanu Reeves? Why did he do this? God, man, that was so, 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 so bad. It was yeah. so bad. It was. I watched it on Christmas break, mm-hmm. and I sit. I didn't get a chance to sit down because um, mm-hmm. I was still. I was out of town. I was on workcation, and I was still working. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to get this movie in. So all the family went to sleep. It's like 2 a.m. I got no dogs. Got no kids. You know, wife is asleep. I'm like, cool. I'm going to put this Matrix on, and I'm going to go in. I'll put it in. I'll turn it on. And I dozed off. And you know mm-hmm. what? I said either it was so bad or I was so tired. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to hit the reset button. Mm-hmm. And I waited. I got the chance again. But this time, it was like 6 o'clock in the afternoon, and I was woke. On well, the evening, and I was woke. Mm-hmm. And I sat on my couch. Mm-hmm. And I went through something that was worse than any Joe Biden speech I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. And it was so bad. Mm-hmm. I thought the I thought literally Hollywood made a troll movie. It's like mm-hmm. you have to be trolling me right now. This has to be the best and biggest and most expensive troll ever. Well, There's it's no a thing. It's a thing in Hollywood now for them for inside of the movie for them to break the fourth wall and talk about them uh, doing a remake. It's happened in several movies where they talk about, like, they talk about the fact that they're in a movie, which kind of, like, takes you out of it, especially if it's bad. If, the, if you do it right, I guess it's cool. But in that movie, they did that all through the movie. I didn't see the whole thing because Lola and I were looking at it, and usually Lola falls asleep first and doesn't see the whole movie. I, I, I was so annoyed by it, I just went to sleep. And then, then Lola went to sleep, and we woke up, and I was like, do you even want to try to see this again? And neither one of us want to look at it. That's how bad it was. I don't even know how it ended. I don't care. It it ended so, as bad as it started. Yeah, it was horrible. Like yeah. it was, it was, it was. Oh, um, you know what, man, man, I, I could, and I was so hyped for it. Right now, I my lo- son is pressuring me to go see Spider Man: A New Way Home this weekend. I'm tired of being disappointed. I heard that's good, but you know, I don't go to the movies. <laughs> I'm over the movies, man. If I can't watch something in my house, um, I don't know if I really want to watch it. It would have to be a really, really just amazing, spectacular thing for me to see it outside of the house. I think like for me, I feel like movies are for the young people because I, you know, TVs are amazing now, man. I mean, that's true. They yeah. Are. TVs are amazing. You could have an amazing sound system. You know, you could pause that movie. You could get really good food. You know, it's more. I would rather pay them when a movie is in the movie theater. If it's a really good movie and I want to see it, I would rather pay them 50 bucks and not go to the movie theater. Just to have it at home. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, so yeah. I'm kind of like that. But um, yeah, the without a doubt, Matrix was really bad and I lost faith 
with um, Keanu Reeves, man, for even being in that movie. I don't know why he said yes to it, but it really, it's bad. It's bad. Let's put it that way. And to not just skip off of uh, Space Jam, I just want to go back to this for a second. Um, Because I know I saw someone here said that they like, oh, what is it? LeBron is a tool. I'm not I'm not a fan of LeBron and a lot of things that he does. But how I look at things is I always try to judge things as evenly as I possibly can. And I saw the first Space Jam. And I don't think that was a good movie. If you look at it like, you know, if you rank it as a movie. Right. Mm -hmm. I think. But I but I enjoyed that movie just from having uh, Michael Jordan never into sports, but. I don't know how you're not aware of Michael Jordan, just like how are you not aware of who LeBron James is. But I thought that movie was a cool, fun movie when it came out. And then I looked at Space, I looked at the Space Jam with LeBron James, and I'm not saying that it's a good movie either, right? I think there was a lot of product placement in there and all that kind of stuff. But actually, LeBron James, I think, did a better job than, than Michael Jordan. So I would like, uh, you know, when you get a chance to check it out, let me know. I think he did a pretty good acting job. Okay, I do know he's he's taking classes and, and he's been acting. Like he's been in some movies and yeah. stuff like that. So when I was looking at it, I was you know from my point of view of a filmmaker, um, I looked at it and outside of like there's people who are like yeah, there's just wait, they're just pushing all the you know the Warner Brothers stuff and all that in there. But I think outside of that, without giving you any spoilers or whatever, um, I was like, oh, LeBron James, you know, he's to me did a better acting job than if you go back and look at, you know, Michael Jordan doing it. So that's my, um, that's my opinion of that. So, you know, uh, Night Train says LeBron James is also getting paid big bucks by the CCP. Lots of people are. So, which, you know. <laughs> I, you know, here's my, here's my thing. I, I'm never going to tell somebody what opinion I have about a person, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but when it comes to which is a part of life that I try to make sure that I do mm-hmm. is is take people uh, and bring them to my side and be able to have conversations. So with a, a guy like LeBron, um, there is a lot of a lot of questionable things you can say about him for sure. And I'm not defending any of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, this guy did open a school. Right. Um, he has paid for a lot of kids collegiate uh, careers. Um, he has done a great job with teaching these young boys uh, how to uh, manage their money uh, when they make it to professional sports across all sports. He's done a great job at that. Uh, he's even given kids that are in football. Uh, hell, he did it for baseball. I think he did it for lacrosse. Uh, he does it for soccer. Uh, people that normally don't get exposure, he will put them on their platform, on his platform, where people can see them. You know, so he's done a lot of great things. Now, does that forgive the things that he's done that are questionable and, and things like that? No. But at the same time, um, if we are going to totally dismiss people for things they do, like LeBron maybe didn't do it overtly, but he absolutely is questioning uh, the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely doing that. I think a right? lot of like, athletes are questioning it, right? Yeah, that's, why, like, that's why the teams are staying out of it. <laughs> yeah, he put up the meme. You know, he mm-hmm. shared that meme where it was like the three Spider-Men. And mm-hmm. it was like uh, COVID, flu, something. And he was... You know, like, what are we doing here? Right. So mm-hmm. I think there is a lot of different things you can pull from people. But for a 20 year old kid, when I'm out doing my thing and this is all about, you know, relatability, mm-hmm. I'm out doing my thing. And I got on some Space Jam uh, LeBron's mm-hmm. kids going to talk to me. 
Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue for that. Yeah, right? I, it's gonna be like, oh man, what's that? And once I get that person, then we could talk about everything else up under the sun, right? So mm-hmm. um, I noticed that we can't steer away in the freedom community. We can't steer away from culture, and we mm-hmm. also have. And I'm not saying people in the chat were doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying this. Mm-hmm. We also have to be careful about being dismissive of uh, of people because they say or do a couple of things we don't like. Like I'm not a big fan of anybody coming out saying they're flat out anti-gun. That's going to get my antennas real quick if they're not about supporting civil and human rights, my antennas go up. Uh, other things that they do and some of the things that even somewhat affect those, mm-hmm. you know, man, and it's, this was not only eye-opening from just dealing with people, uh, you know, back in my neighborhood or when I travel, this is also something that I, I'm glad I was able to adapt to when it comes to dealing with athletes. So, you know, I've trained, I can't tell you now how many professional athletes. I'm not allowed to share it because there's a lot of politics involved with the teams they're signed with and, Mm-hmm. Uh, things like that. But I've been on webcams and Zooms with Hollywood actors mm-hmm. showing them how to, you know, clean and handle their guns and engaging in gun conversations. Uh, they've invited me down to a couple of movie sets now. I got professional athletes coming on stogies and straps, right? From football, baseball, basketball. You know, I got all these different people coming on. And one of the reasons that they haven't turned down those invitations is because I am approachable. And I don't, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, dog them out and it feels like I'm relatable in other ways. So there is a part of us that even though people do things we don't like, we got to be careful about being totally dismissive uh, mm-hmm. of them. Because in the big grand scheme of freedom, I know a lot of people probably don't understand just how pro-gun LeBron James is. Mm-hmm. Right. Like when he first went to the Miami Heat, the first thing he did was when he shot a machine gun. OK. Right. Like he was like, oh, yeah, I need a couple of these in my house. And he's secretly like was always pro-gun in Miami. He bought lots of guns. Mm-hmm. So there are, there are all kinds of different things about people. Uh, but when it comes to culture, though, wrap all that up to say this. When it comes to culture, challenge them. You don't like something they said, man, stick, stay on them. I'm cool with all that. Um, but when it comes to being totally dismissive of them because something they said, something they said, uh, in my position, rather, if I constantly put that out there, when I reach out and say, hey, let's have this conversation because I want to introduce your Two million or eight million people that follow you and love you and breathe, you know, your your the dirt off your shoes. If I say, hey, I want to have this conversation, I want you to be part of it. If we can expose how I feel to your audience, if they feel like I hate them, they're not going to let me talk to their audience, mm-hmm. right? So we just it has to be really strategic in the mm-hmm. way at a certain point that we do things and we share our concerns. Yeah, I think we have to be really careful about being dogmatic to anything. And there's definitely people I don't like, um, you know, and there's people like, I mean, on the extreme end, right? I try not, I try to reserve my hate for just a very few people, you know, or someone where I just hate their face. You know, there's some people that no matter what, you don't like them. And I get that, but I try to not be dogmatic to anything. And as long as I don't hate that person's face, I can always uh, be open to listen to what they have to say is what I'm trying to say to you. You know, I think sometimes what happens in a community like the gun community um, or just amongst people like us who believe in general, the kind of things we believe, we are very uh, put upon by a lot of society, right? Media, social media platforms, all that kind of stuff. So because we get that, we get suppressed so much, um, how can we take it out? How can we, you know, who do we get to take our aggression out on because we don't get a voice? In a lot of cases, we don't get the same voice that some of these people get 
to say things that we don't like to say. So I think that's where a lot of the anger where people are like, nope, I'm not even going to like consider anything this uh, person has to say or anything that they have to do. And I try in general, I try not to be like that. That's why like, so if we're talking about uh, Space Jam or something like that, I'm not going to go, yeah, that's a piece of crap or screw that. I'm not even going to look at that thing. I'm going to, I'm going to look at it. If there's something interesting in that, I'm going to look at it. Like I'm a film, I'm, I'm a filmmaker. I'm an artist. I'm a creative person. And I especially like animation and all that kind of stuff. So if something involves that, I'm going to look at it and I'm going to try to put aside how I feel about a particular person in there. Because how many, I mean, there's not, there's like everyone in Hollywood, we could find something that they've done or said that we really freaking hate them for. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So if we, if we close the door on everything, we can't discover anything. So I'll at least try to look at it. And that's why I could say, safely say to you guys, it wasn't like complete utter trash. It was way better than Matrix. <laughs> if you're going to yeah, if you're going to compare Space Jam with LeBron James to Matrix with Keanu Reeves, and we all love Keanu Reeves in the gun community. Everyone loves Keanu Reeves, right? So, and plus he's a, plus, you know, with with uh, you know, John Wick, he's a gun guy. If you're going to compare Matrix, which is a remake of the Matrix, and Space Jam, which is a remake of Space Jam with LeBron James, I will I will take Space Jam ten times over. I will I will never watch The Matrix again. Um, not that one, and it to me it spoiled even whatever came before that. You know, and and yeah, that's it just was, it was that bad. Yeah, that's just me being straight up about it. But I think everyone can't do that. And a lot of times it's just because those people are frustrated for lots of different reasons with things going on. And I think that's what's happening with someone like LeBron James. And on top of that, I, I wish that some of the guys like LeBron James, and I don't want to like make him the only person, if you do have that platform and if you're really open to have these conversations, maybe use that and put some people on there. I would love to see you like do what's the thing that he does in the barbershop is it called the barbershop or something no the barbershop yeah that's what it's called the shop yeah. or the barbershop yeah i would love to see yeah, you, you do something what? like that or you know him open that you know open that up to you or other folks to do right absolutely you know yeah, I, absolutely and that's that's kind of why to your point um that's why we have to stay in a position to be able to reach out like it's it's so strategic um and it doesn't mean you compromise, but you have to be very smart and strategic and methodical because if we're going to spread the message, we have to be able to take our message, even if we have to use something else as a Trojan horse, we have to be able to take our message into these other arenas, right? In mm-hmm. these other cultures. Um, uh, and we have to be able to do it. And it's not necessarily an easy thing to do when it comes with some tough conversations. Minute warning. Oh, look at you. You're, you're, uh, trained. you're trained already, man. You got yeah, Pavlov sure. response. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it comes Go with some, uh, some tough conversations but it also mm-hmm. opens the door up you know just like um i gotta i'm, I'm gonna leave his name out of it but i got a politician that's coming on my show in a few weeks uh down here from this general area and he's a pro-gun democrat mm-hmm. and so we're really gonna have a lot of conversations about what does pro-gun mean to him right mm-hmm. so it's but if i just put him in a box saying oh you're anti-gun because you're a democrat mm-hmm. then he would never agree to the show because he's like you're closed-minded anyway why would i come just have an argument with you right Mm-hmm. Um, but him knowing that, like, oh, this guy seems pretty approachable, pretty reasonable. So all that to be said, man, we just have to be able to, uh, to with our frustrations, which are valid, mm-hmm. we also have to understand that we have to, there's a bigger world. If we want to get into their world, we got to be methodical about it. Absolutely. Shout out to Christian Grest out there. I think 
Haven't seen him here at all or in a while. So we'll be right back after this break right here. Oh, actually, there wasn't any break. I haven't put this break in yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so yeah, this is, yeah, this is the last segment here. Okay, so listen, you know, I don't know, man. I think that um, it's a tough thing. Like, we have to really think about what we're going to do here, you know? How we're going to move on to this? Are we going to stay in this crazy cycle? That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking while you're saying what you're saying. You know, for us in the gun world, we're in this crazy cycle, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. Like right now, with everything going on in the world, the gun manufacturers have no problem selling guns. They're selling lots of guns. Okay, they're making lots of money. No one's thinking about the future. We've had many, many years now. We could probably stack like a good. I would say at least like six, seven, you know, years that these guys made a lot of money, even if it looked like it was going down, but they're not doing anything f thinking about the future. And the problem with that is while they're not thinking about the future, like, you know, how are they going to get their voice out there? Where are they going to be able to say things? Because what we're talking about here is who talks. And I think mm -hmm. everyone should, has the, should have the right to talk and people should have the right to listen to them if they want to, and nothing should get in the way of that. So we might be getting mad at like um, athletes, athletes, let's say, because they say something, we don't like it, the media puts it up there, we're mad about it, and we hate them. And then on our side, when we say something, we don't even, we're, we're closed off. The gate is closed off to us, so we don't even get to put out there so that people can get mad to us and we languish. Well, the funny thing is the community that we're in is not even thinking about that or spending any of all this money and everything that's coming in to do something about it. What's what's going to happen? You know, what's going to happen? You know what, Hank? I, I cannot debate or even add on to anything you said, because that is a, such a simple way of explaining what I've been saying to people for uh, for so many years, it's like, man, look, I know I'm known for, you know, getting hyped and ranting and going off. I'm passionate about what I do and I'm passionate about people and I'm passionate about this country and our issues. Right. So I'm going to I get hype every now and then. But in, in a very sober mind, um, that's one of the reasons why I started this thing. Mm -hmm. This whole stogies and straps. Right. Um, to where we can have a platform that we understand that's freedom based, but we can get out there and we can have a good space for people to come and talk about pop culture. And I want to have different people on because we have to have that voice out there. And it would be a great idea for the gun manufacturer to be like, yo, with podcasting taking off the way that it has, you know, why don't we heavily continue to sponsor these podcasts, make sure that if nothing else, they got the revenue to keep going and keep having these conversations. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so we can have a marketing platform. We can mm -hmm. have, you know, outlets, you know, we can get our products and our, our you know, voice in front of people. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, it'd be great to see a show that's talking about, you know, economic reform. And then in a commercial, you see a Safari Land commercial. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like That would be awesome. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, and that's that's exactly what I'm doing with that platform. It's 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 I want to bring um, a different spin and show people, lead them by example to say this is what we should be doing, because this is where we're going to go. Um that's, you know, that's something that we have to make sure that we uh, we focus on. And that's if, if we don't, you're going to be what you're going to still be relying on Instagrammers. And let's face it, man, everybody's relying on these social media platforms. OK, cool. 
How many big pages has Instagram took and taken just within the last 30 days? A lot, man. A lot of people are getting hit, not just on Instagram, lots of different places for lots of different reasons, you know? And I'm not saying that there aren't companies out there doing it. Like, obviously, in this show, there's companies that support us, even even all with all the things that we've gone through. That's why I spent time trying to build up, you know, what we're doing here, because we're literally, we, we stop, had to stop doing this on YouTube. Because they wouldn't let us, not just that they wouldn't let us handle guns, but they've got so many locks on us that we can't get an audience on YouTube for the podcast. I mean, I have, I have like YouTube gave me a, a freaking plaque, man, when I hit 100,000 subscribers and I'm at 118,000 since then. And I can't get, no matter what I do with a video, how much I promote it, I can't get a video to hit 2,000 views. That's locks on it. You know, mm -hmm. and so that's why I'm doing this. That's why I'm doing this. And I'm a person who could easily stop doing the gun thing and do something else and make money. When I tell you, I like, I know who I am and what I am, and what I'm capable of. Right. So this is the problem. You know, I think that and I'm not trying to say it because the industry needs to do something to get behind me. You, the, everyone's going to lose if people don't start investing in us having a voice. And that's more important to me than like anything else. You know, I, I would advise these guys to buy some radio stations if you could do it. Get some TV stations. I know that's old media, but get up on that. Yes, so figure out how we can have our own a version of a Facebook or version of a YouTube you know, or how you could support that and have ownership over that it doesn't have to be just gun stuff going there. But you want to own that if you want to stay in it. And I'll give you an example because people there are people trying to do it. But there's uh, what's the do you know? Do you remember the name of the, the Trump, the Trump backed uh, platform that's out there? I think it's like, what is it? Oh, yeah. The one that, they have some issues with that. What was the name of it? Yeah. GTT or something like that. Someone will tell us because the dudes in the uh, in the chat are pretty much on top of a lot of this stuff. Right. And we're kind of preaching to the choir here. But that thing in the last from what I from what I heard today in the last couple of days, they've kicked off like two gun guys already for having gun stuff on there. Mm. And they've told they they told one of them, yeah, we'll put you back on there if you delete that gun thing. And this is supposed to be our like the you know, or someone's yeah, going to try right. to sell it. Someone's going to try to sell it to us like it's our thing, you know, or someone who we might all support or vote for, or whatever. And all of that, that thing, that's more dangerous to me. And if and that's the reason why I say like if I'm really going to reserve my hate, there's certain people who I just don't like their faces. I'm not going to lie. You know, and I get that. But really, our energy all is better spent trying to figure this out or like the way I see it, at least fighting. Like, I believe some people, if they see that they can't win a fight, you know what they do, Kevin? They don't fight. They don't fight. There's some people if they see like, hey, we can't I can't win this fight. They don't do it. And that is if you're if you're already there in that fight and you decide, hey, I can't win and you don't fight then why do you even get up every day? Why do you breathe? Why do you eat? And you know what's even crazier about that? Um, in, a, in a different uh, different spin to it, not only will people not get in the fight that they already figured are going to lose, mm -hmm. um, we judge and rank the people that have been battle-tested and are still pushing forward to speak freedom. We rank them 
and give them value based off the same platforms that they're fighting and losing against at times. And we say that are anti-freedom. So you'll look at somebody's page and be like, oh, I'm only going to value this person so much because they have 3,000 followers. Yeah. Well, this person has 748,000 followers. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to value what they say more than this person with 3,000 followers. Well, the problem is the person with the 748 probably got in before the restrictions got real, real tight. Mm-hmm. And they were able to skate, skate with a lot of stuff. The guy with 3,000 might have awesome content, might be saying some pretty cool stuff. But because you're new within the last couple of years, we're going to we're just going to squeeze you to the bottom. You're yeah. not going to get anywhere. And then pro freedom people are still like rating and valuing them based off the platform that hates them and the kind of reach they're giving them. And I'm like, and it's the same thing with companies and sponsorships. You know, it's like I know this. Mm-hmm. They'll go and they'll look at your page and they'll base, you know, their conversation with you based off the page. And I'm like, well, first of all, how are you arguing with me about followers when I got more than your business? Number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, mm-hmm. um, you do understand that the platforms now are suppressing uh, freedom very, 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 very heavy. Right. Um, that's the reason why they'll take some people that have amassed a million people and be like, oh, you? Yeah, we're just ready to get rid of you now. And they just get rid of them. So we have to we have to reprogram the way we look at this thing. And I think the best best thing to do is to uh, infiltrate them, to be honest with you. I don't I don't argue ownership of anything. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. It's one thing that I'm trying to do down here in Georgia. Uh, and I've told you this about this behind the scenes. We had a minor setback, but then we had a, mm-hmm. uh, a, a pretty good thing come through. So mm-hmm. all I'm going to say is big shouts out to uh, USCCA and Brownells, uh, mm-hmm. because what they've got behind me doing uh, in the state of Georgia this year is going to be freaking awesome when I can't actually talk about it. Cool. So. They they saw that vision. And so big shouts out to them for seeing it. Um, uh, and then, you know, big shouts out to uh, even a vision behind Train and Learn, how we're doing things different there. We got, mm-hmm. uh, I don't, I hate to start a name, but Brownells, Primary Arms, USCCA, uh, Tactical Life, Carolina Custom Phone, um, uh, Guns for Everyone, Black Guns Matter, uh, and anybody else I forgot, uh, Rob's Guns. Uh, you know, we got a lot of different A people. lot of people. A lot of people get behind you yeah. on that. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah, that I poured into that. Yeah. So without looking at your numbers, uh, this is the thing I always tell people. You know, don't. Oh, Hank, you know what? You want to believe this? Look at the dude. If you look at the dude, you're like, you, you, you have. If if someone looks at you, Kevin, and they don't go, this guy right here, the only thing this dude needs <laughs> is, you know, they should just say, Kevin. Oh, like here's the blank check, man. <laughs> you know, because that's the only thing that's missing. Everything else is there. Everything else is there. There's lots of other people that companies and all that out there. That's why, yes, kudos uh, deserve to those companies who do it like Brownells. I know for a fact they, you know, like Brownells, um, with all the stuff that like that we're going through and all that, they have our back. Can you um, can you see this? Let me see. I'm close up on it. Yeah. So that's 27.2 followers on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Look at what it says my reach is. 31. 231 okay. million to 270 right mm-hmm. but yet i get 1500 views on a really popular video maybe at well, one video i got like 15,000 but that's still even like but that's that's Insta- instagram is controlling that's with instagram that's, controlling yeah what's happening man so you know but and even with the 2a companies uh, that's why i wanted to give love where where love mm-hmm. is due um i see a lot of them are actually uh well enough of them uh, the ones i named and i probably forgot a few they are seeing a light and it's like, yo, let's get it done. Because I argued mm-hmm. this uh, a little while ago. 
I said, I'm not saying you could do this for everybody. I'm not even saying I should be one of the people. I, I you know, and I, I challenge. No, 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 no. You should that. definitely be one of the people. The company people. companies out there need to support you. I, I, I'm not going to accept that. You should be one of the people that should get more support because I think you're genuine. I honestly think you're genuine. I think you have an incredible talent even outside of your actual gun talent. I don't think your biggest talent is like what you do with training and all of that kind of stuff. You know, I, I think that your approach of how you do things is an incredible talent that people don't see. So I could sit here and just keep going on. People absolutely need to support what you're up to. And there's and there's and there's other people out there. You know, I'm not trying to say there's not other people. But yeah, sorry, no, I, I cut you off. Mm -hmm. No, 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 you're fine. Thank you. I appreciate I appreciate the flowers, man. I really do. Thank mm -hmm. you so much. Uh, I just I just want to I just want people to understand and and see that if we're going to win this win this thing, right? This freedom, this whole game of freedom. Oh, it's not a game, really. But if we're going to play it, it's a fight. It's a victory. It's a it's fight, a fight man. Like a, it's a, in the streets. You know? It's like guerrilla warfare. You know. It's urban house to house. This this fight is like, it's not a joke. the 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 problem is, is we're very comfortable, so we don't realize like how serious it is until like when until it's too late. But you know what we do do? You know mm -hmm. what we do? We um we attack even when we have people that are uh, pushing forward. As a community, as a collective, I'm not talking about you as an individual or me as an individual or, or people in the chat as individuals, as a collective. Mm -hmm. We look for an opportunity, even for the people that are uh, sharing information about freedom, whether it's just doing guns, guns and politics or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, we wait for them to do something that we don't like and we drill them. So you mm -hmm. can take influencer, whatever that means, mm -hmm. you can take influencer A and put that individual up and they can put out a hundred different posts, right? Mm -hmm. And people will, you know, engage with the post slightly, but let out of those hundred, one of those posts be, um, you know, uh, 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 the rifle was on uh, on fire as he was talking to the camera. You can see the safety selector mm -hmm. in the wrong position. And yeah. that's when everybody will jump in and they'll have something to say. Yeah. Right. That yeah, post will be the post. It'll it'll fly off. The, it'll fly off the chain. But when he puts up something like, uh, hey, this is what I want you guys to know. Share this comment on this. Crickets, right? You know what? I saw, that, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. The, the only reason I'm saying this is because I saw that happen to Such. And I, you no, know, I, I didn't get a chance to publicly say anything about it just because everything's been crazy or whatever. But I was really disappointed in what happened. Like, I know I, I, I see that there's people who don't necessarily like Such. But Such has been a resource for a lot of us in the gun world, including myself. Right. Before I started doing this, I looked at people like Such um nothing fancy iraq veteran military arms channel hickok 45 and such is a good dude you know whether you like his style or not and and i think he did something in that latest thing that was was a mistake i get it you know what's really crazy he owned up to it <laughs> yep. you know what i'm saying like that's like man level shit right there <laughs> You know, he owned up to it and took the blows for it and came out and said, hey, you know, we messed up. We did the wrong thing. And people are still. <laughs> and I'm like, what what is happening? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Just think about that stuff like that. That's what that's what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, people, you know, people do it. Just like, you know, mm -hmm. I have um, 
Um, and Christian, I see you're, I just got a chance to look at the chat, man. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate the kind words. Mm -hmm. I really do. Yeah. He um, says, having spent a few days with Kevin, he has an extraordinary ability to relate to everyone. That's the best way I can uh, describe his ability. Truly impressive. I agree with that. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. I think people, um, even when it comes to me, I'll put up something dealing with, um, you know, race and anybody that follows me know that I don't, I don't jump out there and be like, everything's racist. That's not my spiel. Never mm -hmm. has been. Mm -hmm. So I, I normally take the time go to Instagram. Some of my captions are like novel. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm doing uh -huh. my best to talk to people because I'm just trying to explain things. Yeah. Right. And mm -hmm. um, give them some perspective and share with them. And, you know, you will have people jump over there and be like, you know, on whatever the hot button issue is and all oh, this is stupid. And, you know, you're anti-American. And I'm like, what? Nobody's going to keep running around and avoiding the conversations and dismissing who they are. And their life experiences because it makes you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, we are supposed to be uniting and combining our different lifestyles, our different approaches, our different thought processes to become a, a greater machine for freedom, a greater machine for justice. Right. Mm -hmm. One thing, one beautiful thing social media has done is it gave us all connectivity. I can reach out to Hank now. We don't have to just argue you know, mm -hmm. back and forth, uh, you know, over text messages or whatever. Mm -hmm. I can find and reach out to most people that agree to be on these platforms. Mm -hmm. So we have an opportunity to use that for good. And I still see people only wanting to drive it for negative. And I'm like, that's mm -hmm. why I've never attacked um, a two-way instructor. You don't mm -hmm. see me attacking them, mm -hmm. right? And I tell people all the time, one, I can normally just call people if I got a problem. I just call mm -hmm. them. Uh, mm -hmm. That's one. Two, there's no need for that, right? Because if the rest of the world is attacking them, why am I jumping on the guys? Right. right. Absolutely. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but I see people doing that and I'm like, you you do realize, guys, in this ultimate fight, there are literally millions of people. Mm -hmm. Right. And I just showed you the proof. <laughs> there are literally millions of people that will come over to uh, to my page or wait for me to go somewhere for they can hear my opinion because they understand that I relate to them. And it's mm -hmm. not just a skin thing. Right. Yeah. It's a lifestyle it's culture. Mm -hmm. It's, it's uh, experiences. And when something else happens and it's my opportunity to speak up for that group of individuals and I'm dismissive of them, then it disappoints them and they walk away. Mm -hmm. It'd be no different than if I went somewhere um, and we were talking about economics and I went on a uh, platform to talk about that. Right. Behind mm -hmm. me is a master's degree. In this country, mm -hmm. Right. So if we go mm -hmm. somewhere and I'm talking about that and they bring up guns and they start attacking gun rights and I'm quiet. Mm -hmm. Then the gun community is going to be disappointed in me and they're going to say, oh, we thought we thought that you would have our back anywhere you went, man. That's pretty disappointing that you had an opportunity right. to speak up for and you didn't do it. Yeah. So I, what do you think other other people with life experiences are feeling when we talk about something that's affecting them? And there's a large portion, not all, but there's a large portion of people that say they believe in freedom. And then they look for an opportunity to yell about it and argue about it. And like, guys, this these people that might be. Uh, you know, 15 million Americans that relate to this one particular thing we're talking about, they're looking at you and they know this is a gun-based platform. Mm -hmm. They know this is a freedom-based platform. And all they're saying is, oh, this is how those people think. So we all yeah. just got to be smart. Yeah, people need to see, for the for people to have faith in you when they know, and we may run a little long here, but whatever. Um, you know, people need to have faith in you when they see you that, you know, they're going to put more trust in you if those certain tough issues, they see you stand up for it and say what you have to say on it, regardless of people, you know, on your own side attacking you. Mm -hmm. Right. 
you know, right. they need to see that because they go, okay, this person is genuine. And I think it's perspective. Like what you have is perspective. This is the thing a lot of people miss. They think this is why we have that thing of like, you know how there's the joke that, um, you know, hey, these people only have like one black friend, you know, so you <laughs> yeah. might even you, you, you see it maybe in TV shows, movies, or even in like real life with people, they only have one black friend. And in some cases, it's because that person thinks that's the only, you know, that's the only thing. You only need that one person. They have the perspective of everything. It's like if if we only had one white friend, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. what do you feel? This one white person, you know, has the every this perspective of every single white person. No, all of us as human beings, if you truly believe what you're saying, all of us as human beings have different perspectives. So even for me as a black guy, right? I value your perspective, Maja's perspective, uh, Devin's perspective for lots of different reasons. Like Devin is a young dude, you know, and I value his perspective because we grew up in a different generation. I value Maja's perspective, you know, for lots of different reasons, especially he's like super ghetto, but still very classy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's the same thing for yeah. you. And I think I've told you before, like one of the things is that as a black person, I was not born in America, right? I was born in, in, in a third world country. I was born in Guyana, you know, and I've lived in other places in the world. So my perspective for you as a dude born here in America, in the part of America that you were born in, which, you know, like where, where you grew up, man, that's completely different from a guy who grew up in New York City. Right. Right. So I need to sit there and listen to your perspective. I can't go, hey, look at the color of my skin, man. I know everything about this. <laughs> I have to sit there and listen to you, right? And think like, right. okay, you know, why, why is Kevin coming at this from this point of view, even though I might disagree with you? Like, you know, when we, when, yeah. we, when we have conversations, you know I might disagree, but I need to go, okay, there's a reason why Kevin is coming at this from this perspective and this point of view. Yeah, you know, I think you're absolutely right, man. And everything you just said, you know, I'm the next event after shot that I'm going to do is in the uh, is in rural Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And it's with a bunch of <laughs> white redneck dudes. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know why they invite they invited me not to come just to come mm -hmm. to their event. They invited me to speak. at, mm -hmm. Right. And mm -hmm. that's because they understand that a, I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say wherever I'm at. Don't matter. Mm -hmm. uh, but two, I'm coming with love and grace, and the mission is for us all to be stronger and better. And, and they want to hear. They want to hear your perspective, man. Yeah, and they know I'm not gonna yell at them. I'm not gonna mm -hmm. make them feel stupid. I'm gonna. I'm gonna answer questions and give you perspective. And you know what? The beautiful thing about that is, everywhere I go, what I normally make it a habit to do is that once I'm done and we have a conversation about how I feel, I will sit down with people and say, "Tell me about yourself." Mm -hmm. Because I want to hear you. I, I want to hear how you see things. You know, where did you grow up at? You know, uh, what were your life experiences? Uh, mm -hmm. How do you feel about these things? And no mm -hmm. matter what it is, I want you to give it to me raw and uncut because that's the only way we can truly start sharing with each other. And mm -hmm. we might not walk away agreeing 100 percent. Me and you don't walk away agreeing 100 percent, but we're still friends. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's just about exchanging and growing. So when somebody comes at me and says, all the people over here think this way. I'm like, what well, I can't maybe a high percentage, maybe, but not all, because I remember talking to Hank, who comes from that. Mm -hmm. And that's not the way he feels. Right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I mean, and the one last thing I'll leave people with. And this is something I wanted to uh, I, I want to say. And it's it's my latest. And it's, it's a very mean 
argument to have. So I, I, I be careful about the way I present it. But, you know, we keep hearing this 13 percent responsible for 52 percent. So, Hank, I'll ask you a question. And while you're answering the question, hopefully the chat is paying attention. I will see if what does that I never I never heard that thing. Yeah. OK, go ahead. What's the I never heard that. So the question is this. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you. Let me give you a scenario. Rather, I cannot tell you uh, whether you're going to win or lose. I have no idea. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm rubbing this. this got this crystal ball. Mm-hmm. And I know that at 7 p.m. on Thursday, Hank Strange is going to be in a gunfight. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. OK, mm-hmm. um, you are going to be the, the, the victim of say a gunfight. Right. You're mm-hmm. going to be the person responding to the bad guy. But I can tell you that you're going to be in a, a gunfight at 730 on Thursday. That is mm-hmm. a guarantee that is going to happen. I cannot tell you whether you're going to win or lose. I have mm-hmm. no idea. You could win. You could lose. I don't know. Mm-hmm. OK, what I do know is you can do one of two things. You can say, OK, I opt into the gunfight. And hopefully my training is up to par. Hopefully my situation awareness is good. And hopefully I defeat the bad guy. Mm -hmm. Or you can walk away from the gunfight. It'll never happen. But if you choose to walk away from the gunfight, guaranteed in your area, could be yours, could be your neighbors, but somebody's young child close, that same person that you would have entered that gunfight with is going to go rape and molest that child. And there's nothing you can do to stop that. You won't know exactly what house it's in. You won't know. Ex- there's nothing you can do to stop it. But, you know, it is going to happen to that kid if you avoid the gunfight. Mm-hmm. Does Hank Strange engage in a gunfight or does Hank Strange allow what's going to happen to the child or rape and molestation to occur? No, 100 percent. I go into it. It doesn't matter what happens. It's 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 my destiny. Right. You go into the gunfight. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, and that's that's. What I would hope you would say, and I'm glad mm-hmm. to hear you say it, even though your answer is just your answer. Mm-hmm. I would do the exact same thing. And I'm pretty sure a high 90 percentile, 90 something percentile of the people in the chat and other people in the world would say the same thing. Like, what kind mm-hmm. of situation? Hell yeah. Let's fight. Mm-hmm. Right. Gun, brick, bat, gasoline, grenade. Let's mm-hmm. get in the fight because I don't want this innocent child to be you know, harmed in that way. Mm-hmm. So in that, we can say that. You know, you value the sanctity and safety of a child more than you uh, more than you are concerned about general violence. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I would put I would engage in general violence first because the safety and sanctity of the children is so paramount and important. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. We are. We are living in a world where man will say what you just said. Mm hmm. With the understanding of how I just explained what you're truly saying, and they'll nod their heads in agreement. Mm-hmm. And then when you're trying to have a conversation about Ford in this country, and we start getting into some really, really, you know, nitty gritty stuff, yeah, mm-hmm. they'll they'll start saying 13 percent of the population is responsible for 52 percent of the murders or violent crimes. I'm like, okay, we're not. I don't even have to go into debunking that or talking about it. I just want to ask you a question, based off the way you just answered that question. We understand that our children are more important than addressing violence, right? General robberies, people like that. Mm-hmm. If 13% is responsible for 52% and people are using that as an argument against the black culture or black people, mm-hmm. then can you tell me what race and gender of people are responsible for 62% of the child rapes in this country? Uh I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming from the, the path of our conversation, it's going to be white people? White men. Okay. Mm-hmm. 62% of the mm-hmm. vi- the sexual violations of children come from white men. 
Mm-hmm. Okay? okay. Now, that is not fair to say. If somebody mm-hmm. is sitting in front of me having a conversation about protecting our kids, I'm not going to go, get all the white dudes because they're a problem. No. Mm-hmm. It's like, no. Get all the people that are violating children and let's deal with them. I don't give a damn what color they are, where mm-hmm. they come from, what they do. You're violating the sanctity of children. We need to deal with you accordingly and appropriately. doesn't matter which group is doing it the most because somebody kept the chart. I don't care yeah. about violence that. is a human being problem. You know, it's like when people exactly. try to say that men are the violent ones and not women. I'm always like, do you know any women? <laughs> oh, yeah, when you know, people try to say that, right? It's the same vein. People try to say that it's the men. And so if we allow something like that, at some point they'll say, you know what? Why do we need these men? We don't need these men because the men are responsible for the violence. No, human beings are responsible for violence. It doesn't matter what the statistics say. You know, we meet our destiny when we meet it. We don't know, you know, what shape it comes in and it doesn't really matter. Right? Yeah, it's, um, and, and that's why I want the same mentality you have right now in that statement is what I want Americans to realize. But you know what, man, as long as you're going with these talking points mm-hmm. and you're not digging deeper into them, Imagine somebody sitting on TV uh, and said the thing that I just said, and they meant it in malice, not as an educational mm-hmm. moment, right? Mm-hmm. They really, truly meant it in malice to shut down, oh, you want to talk about percentages? You know? Mm-hmm. And then what is that going to do? That, that's going to further the fuel, but you can't, once well, people are like, well, you can't argue the numbers, but well, you can't argue those numbers. Well, so what are we dealing with? Are we dealing with numbers? Or are we dealing with the human condition and human actions, and we need to go out and address human beings and deal with them accordingly? And that's that's really where I want to push people. It's like, man, get out your echo chambers and your boxes and come from under those talking points. And it's okay. We're all here to, to help each other do better, man. We're all here to push each other forward. If Hank Strange says something to me I've never thought about, and I'm really good with saying I've never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that. Even when it come, came down to something as simple about advising me about equipment, I clearly listen, mm-hmm. right? Like, So I want to know. I want to understand. I want to hear. Mm-hmm. And I just really wish that there will be a part of that that will seep into the American spirit and into the American brain and get people to say, you know what, let me let go of my bias because we all have them. Let me let go of my prejudice because we all have them. Let me let go of the the talking points and the echo chambers and let me sit across from someone that I know is at least trying to do the same thing as me as far as letting all that stuff go and let me hear them. Let me really absorb and understand. Don't let me just listen and I'm waiting on an opportunity to have a rebuttal and cut mm-hmm. them off to look for another point of contention to argue. Let me really get into a mindset and a space with this other person, this other human being or this other American and say, I want to know how we, I don't need Democrats, Republicans, independents. I want to know how we as human beings with different backgrounds, cultures, experiences, and everything else can have a rational conversation that leads to understanding, that leads to a plan, that leads to actions to make our country better and make it better for everyone that's moving around this place in this world and that's going after this thing called freedom. So I really want people to get to that, but we're not going to get to that as long as we're still trying to share the the highest view clip. And we're just saying the talking point because you think it shuts down the argument because I just gave you an example how somebody can use that same pretense against you. And it seems really mean and malice and like, God, why would you say that? Then why would you constantly look at 13% of the population and point the finger at them and say they're doing half the violent crimes in the country? Mm-hmm. Right. So we're not we're not really getting deep, deep 
into the conversations that we need to be having. I don't give a damn about what your favorite politician said, man. I give a damn about you and your family being able to eat. I give a damn about the fact that you have a job. I give a damn about inflation. I give a damn about the fact that you're trying to keep your family together and you want to give your, your kids something that you didn't have. That's what I care about. I care about the human being. I care about your experiences. I don't give a damn if you're white, black, orange, or purple. Can you feed your family? Are you leading your family? Do you have goals and missions in life? Uh, are you trying to achieve more? Are you breaking generational curses? Are you fixing things that need to be fixed in your life and the human experience? Or are we going to constantly sit back and let maybe a half percent of the world tell us how to think and how to feel? And then we walk out. We walk out after being brainwashed by all these people and have the nerve to say, oh, the media is evil and uh, I'm free. You're not. You're a slave of the same thing. They just convinced you that you're free. If you really want to know what freedom is like, man, go somewhere different than where you're used to. Take, take all that tough guy crap off, you know, and really sit down and have a, a have a conversation with a fellow American with a totally different background than yours and ask them the tough questions. But don't ask to be a jerk. Ask to really get understanding. Asked to really see life through their shoes. That's why I appreciate the people in the Second Amendment community. They're like, hey, Katie, I had several of them. Will you please take me to where you grew up? Because I want to see it. And you damn right I did. And their life experience after coming out of that was different. Right. They really understood what I was saying. You know, so I just want I really, really want people to get there, man. I want them to be able to see that. It's the same thing. Then I'll shut up because I know we got to go. It's the no, same man, thing you're, you're doing good. Mm -hmm. That is rebirthed when we, we come to. The use of the N word. You know, we have people that are still like, hey, you know, why if rappers are doing it and if, uh, if people in, in movies are doing it, why can't I say the N word? I'm like, man, you know what? Why don't we think about this another way? Because sometimes we're trying to answer a question that no matter how many times we give an explanation, all you're going to do is have a rebuttal to say, well, I don't agree with that. You need to give me something better. I will never be able to pay you enough in knowledge to get you to submit to say, OK, cool, you win. It's an ongoing battle. So I, I challenge the perspective this way. There is another uh, very popular thing in our country, and it's gangster movies, right, by like Italians, right? Um, and so, you know, Godfathers, uh, I know it's not Italian, but Scarface and all these other movies in that genre that have been out for since the 50s, they're making gangster films, right? And in mm -hmm. these gangster films, I hear, uh, like the Irishman, I hear them using derogatory terms toward each other all the time in these movies. And I love these movies. I'm absorbing them, uh, watching Narcos and all this stuff. These people aren't from where I'm from, but I am listening to them use derogatory terms toward each other, really insulting each other and having battles over it. You know what I've never done? I've never once got through absorbing uh, hours of that content throughout my lifetime and went out and used that derogatory language toward anyone. Mm -hmm. So my question isn't why you can't use it. My question is, why do you want to? Mm -hmm. Why are you so upset because people don't won't appreciate you using a derogatory term? If I walk up to an Italian gentleman and I say something insulting that I heard off of a movie, I might have a consequence coming my way because of that. So the question <laughs> yes. is, why can't you say it? The question is, why do you want to? Right. right? Of course, so you're free. But, but think about it this way. If you have a wife, you know, if you have a wife and you want to be able to say whatever you want to say, call your wife a bitch. See how that goes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> if you think you can say whatever Ooh. you want to say, right? That's the thing. You're right. You're right. I listen, I hear that. I listen to rap music. I hear that. I don't talk to Lola like that unless I'm expecting <laughs> pain. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah.
So listen, man, you know what? I never have a conversation with you that I don't feel, you know, that I, I take something uh, amazingly valuable away from it. I'm sure the folks out there feel that same way, too. So I didn't want to I didn't want to get in there because I think, you know, um, <laughs> uh, I, I think you were saying some really good things that I hope people really take the time to think about, man. And I appreciate you doing that. So listen, here's what we here's what we should do. We got to wrap this up real quick. Um Let's just tell the folks out there if they want to find out more about Kevin Dixie, where do they need to go? Oh man, uh, the real NOC for no other choice, which is the name of my firearms training company. The real NOC on all your major platforms uh, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, all of them, uh, including um, you know, anything else you can think of. If I'm on it, it's the real NOC. Uh, you can, I want you to also on all those platforms look up Stogies and Straps, especially YouTube. We really need that push on YouTube where we can start doing some live streams from actual cigar bars and talking to people real time at random. I got a really cool concept and idea. So please go ahead and um, uh, go over to YouTube and subscribe. That'll be greatly appreciated. That is Stogies and Straps. You can also find it on all your platforms. Uh, YouTube and Instagram are the big pushes, but you can find them everywhere. Uh, Norbitchoice.com is our website. So if you're looking to for training, Please come over there and look into otherchoice.com, see what we have to offer. Uh, you also lock it in, stogiesandstraps.com. That's going to be our blog site where you're going to be able to go over there, look at all stuff gun-related, cigar-related, lifestyle-related. Uh, we're going to have uh, the podcast is going to be hosted on that platform as well. So, you know, check that out, stogiesandstraps.com. Uh, we're going to have all our deals, affiliate links, and all that stuff over there for you. It's a lifestyle page. I think you'll really enjoy it. Uh, and that's how you reach out to us. If you have any direct questions, please feel free to send me a DM or email us. Um, at info at nootherchoice.com. And if you have something personal you want to say to me and you don't want my team to see it because it might be some personal information, just KD for Kevin Dixie, KD at nootherchoice.com. And I will get back to you. Awesome. Thanks so much, uh, KD. I really appreciate it. If you folks, um, you know, if, if you like me, you know, please go check out Kevin Dixie because he's taking a lot of time here to uh, come on the show and he and I know he could do other things so I really appreciate it and uh, if you appreciate it you could show that by going and checking out something that he has going on so here's what I'm going to do I'm going to run in the end here and then we're going to come back and uh, some quick words of wisdom from you and then we're going to let the <laughs> folks who are still hanging on out there and I appreciate all those folks who are out there listening to us by the way we're not going to do a show tomorrow uh, there's too much stuff going on <laughs> and I need to take care of that stuff and get a break um, but you know, so we'll see you guys next week. We we're going to be doing things. It's going to be kind of weird because shot show is going on and all that, but you guys will see me out there. So I'll hit you up on social media. Let me run in the end real quick here. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening to us here, watching the show, all that stuff. If you want to, uh, you know, catch us, uh, on, on a podcast, audio podcast, here's what you do. You just go you know, to you can go to Amazon, you can go to Audible, you can go to iTunes, you can go Spotify, where everywhere if you want to listen to us on audio. KD, words of wisdom, and we're out of here. I would say this: spend some time taking care of the number one rule in life, and that is self-preservation. So find something that you can do that will refuel you, that will replenish you, and in the process of you making yourself a better you, include the way you treat other people. So find a way this year to pour into yourself, to rejuvenate yourself and take care of yourself. And in that process, make sure you're coming out as a better human being that also knows how to extend that same level of mercy and grace and replenishing other people so we can all push forward and be better for it. Awesome. Kevin Dixie, thanks so much, man. 
Um, I, you know, I really appreciate you. I really respect you. And I love you, brother. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Oh, love you too, man. Appreciate All it. Right. Get right back at you. All right, guys, we are out of here. We'll see you. We're out. Let me hit this button. <laughs> oh, well, I forgot the piece. Oh, yes, absolutely. I peace. forgot the piece. <laughs> I was slow with the piece. <laughs>